0: What's going on everybody? everybody's brand new podcast coming right at you. But you know what we got to do first? We got to talk about those things that generate a little revenue for the show. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. Did you know you can support this podcast for as little as $3 a month, less than the cost of a beer? And if you feel like throwing down a little bit more, there's a bunch of bonus content, ad-free audio, video versions a week early, and a whole lot more at the Patreon at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. Do me a solid drinking, buddies. Come support the show. We are also brought to you this week by our merch store at anwd.net slash merch. There's all sorts of rad shirts, hats, and other. And now we drink wearables. Available on the merch store now. New designs coming soon. So check that today at anwd.net slash merch. And let's get on with it. My guest this week. Is the one and only Mr. John Legendary? Ah, uh, this is a fun episode. John and I talk about uh some hot wife lifestyle, him being a bull, a bunch of travel. Definitely a lot of fun. We'll have John on again sometime in the near future, but in the meantime, sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy drinking buddies. That. it's not bad what'd you end up
1: doing i just hung out with some family um ate some mediocre food
0: mediocre yeah yeah i
1: didn't cook this year <laughs> yeah i'm a pretty good cook so um they wanted simple and fun so um that meant me not being in the kitchen all day
0: so instead you got stuck with mediocre food yeah and i suffered
1: you know but i, I spent the the day on gummies and mezcal, so that kind of <laughs> helped me coast.
0: It just bounced out. Yeah. <laughs> did you know going into it, it was, was going to be bad? Yeah,
1: yeah, I did. I was, So I, I made sure I um, ordered some fried fish uh, the day before for Christmas Eve and ate really good the day before. Um, so I, I pretty much prepared my palate for
0: that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so rough. yeah. Got a family obligation. Exactly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. It was tough, you know. But I'm glad I had gummies.
0: I mean, the jelly helps. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what did America do before it was legal everywhere? Right. Yeah. yeah I guess they just got drunk.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because that's how I remember most of my family gatherings. Get when I was younger. It's just like, okay, yeah, just people getting fucking wasted. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we can all stand to be in the same room. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you get a good presents at least? Let's see.
1: I mean, I got a present. <laughs> it was. It was good. It was. It was. It was a good attempt, I should say. It was a good attempt. Socks? Uh like so. I'm into. I'm into BDSM. Okay. And so uh, last year, I wanted this this vertical chest that was filled with all this like like bondage stuff, impact play, like, you know, whips and, 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 uh, cuffs and everything like that. And so my lady ended up getting the chest, but without the stuff on the inside, like the actual (laughs) toys, you know, I'm like, and I, and I didn't open it up immediately. I opened it up when I was going to use it. Like when I was going to do some BDSM content. So that was around March. So I had this scene prepared already and you know i'm about to go check into the dungeon or the hotel or whatever and i open up the chest and there's nothing in there and i just looked at like really like where's the stuff at and she like oh i i mean you know like it was the chest was already expensive you know i just spent like 1300 on a macbook for her you know for christmas um so she asked me this year what do you want i'm like um well, it'd be nice to get my chest filled this year, you know? And so, you know, I, I opened up the gift. I'm thinking it's all the toys and stuff. And it's like a very, a very small subsection of the toys. It's just like, like bondage, like ankle cuffs and, you know, hog ties. It's just, it's, just, it's no impact play stuff. And so I just like, Oh, okay. Thank you. You know, a good attempt. <laughs> um, so yeah.
0: Is she not into the lifestyle too? No,
1: nah, no, nah, she's she's not not really. She 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 you know entertains me.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why there's no impact play stuff. She's just like yeah, this won't get used on me if it's not here. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. So yeah, yeah. But it was it was it was a it was a cool Christmas. Um, I got some weed. Um, from her um, aunt and uncle, they gave me they they grow weed, so they gave me a whole bunch. I don't smoke weed really. But it was good to have for you know my guests who do, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was it was cool. It was it was cool. You know.
0: So it was her family that w- yeah her, huh?
1: yeah yeah. Oh no, my gosh. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah 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 yeah. They can. Oh my gosh. It was it was bad. It was bad. And and she's mixed race, and so like her her mom is Jewish and her dad is black, and so I'm like okay like it just was a imbalance of, of of the dishes you know like which way we want to go you know <laughs> we going to go to a more jewish a more soul food and then it, it was just
0: yeah we should have just cooked again yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a well done brisket's good but yeah gotta, a lot of a lot of the like jewish holiday food isn't great
1: yeah yeah it just lacked seasoning and
0: Oh well, yeah, it's just like oh well. There's some matzo ball soup. You just got to like, mm-hmm. you know, cover that motherfucker in pepper. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Give me some 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 Frank's hot sauce or something. Yeah.
0: As a Jew, like I could say this. Like, yeah. I, understand. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, I wasn't going to my grandmother's house for like you know all the flavors in the world. Right. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we got we got bagels, cream cheese, and lox for breakfast. You know, so. and that shit hits the spot. Yeah, right. it, it does. But you know, at least toast my my my
0: bagels you know that's a must (laughs) yeah i I was never into like oh yeah just throw some smear on a raw bagel yeah
1: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, so it was fun it's it's always a it's always an entertaining time i should say yeah it's an entertaining time yeah (laughs) yeah
0: oh well at least like in-laws didn't get you any bondage stuff. That might have been a little awkward. Yeah,
1: but you know, they they, they knew of some sex type stuff. She's like, Oh, did you did you get them some sex stuff again? Yeah, so <laughs> they they think I'm really kinky.
0: <laughs> You're not?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, so they have an accurate thought.
1: They they really do. I'm just glad they haven't seen me on Pornhub yet.
0: Well, maybe they haven't, they're just not telling you. I, I
1: hope no. Her mom has a big mouth, so she definitely would have mentioned it but everyone else knows
0: well maybe you know her dad's just keeping on the DL because he's probably the one who goes to the hub anyway yeah
1: yeah 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 I, he he may know he
0: likes me so you know
1: um, i'm sure he's pr- probably uh living vicariously
0: through me which is just so kind of like in the you know normie world kind of a weird move it's like oh yeah the person banging my daughter uh bangs a lot of other people yeah 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 <laughs> not not what you know middle america would really right. normally sign off on. Yeah. But you know, it's 2023. That shit should be normalized.
1: Yeah. We got to be progressive, you know.
0: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever like two consenting adults are comfortable with mm-hmm. should be fucking fine. Oh yeah. Like if she's down with it, why the fuck is it anyone else's problem? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah it has been it's been tough lately though cuz A lot of people at her her job and her inner circle have been finding out. And that's been kind of problematic because she's more of a private person. And so now she has to kind of take all these
0: questions, you know, these uh, inquiries. (laughs) Well, and I'm sure these civilians are asking her questions like, you know, if you're laying it down like you do on film, (laughs) it's like, no, that's not how that works either.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it is. (laughs) It's a different type of sex. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, it's a, still mind-boggling to me that people don't realize that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you want going to get my Sunday's best maybe once a month. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: But yeah. even your Sunday's best isn't like you know, opening up for a camera. Right. Right.
1: right. Yeah. 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 Um, Any other day, you're just going to get this good three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. <laughs>
0: (laughs) Is she ever upset about not getting the Sunday's best all the time? Uh,
1: Nah, nah, because I have this rule, because she likes to have sex at nighttime, and I like sex more in the morning time, but we wake up at different times, so, you know, it's usually at night when we have sex, so I'm saying, hey, my rule is, if you can get it up, it's yours, so if my dick gets up, take it, you know, I'll just lay down, and you can ride as long as you want, you know? Uh, if I come, get it up again. It's yours. But uh, I'm, I'm not going to be doing doggy style, and missionary. I'm not doing none of that after a long days of work. Mm-mm-mm. Cause I still got my regular job too. And you know, that's you know, I'm working ten hours there, and might shoot a scene after that. Nah. Mm-mm. Get. I got this three minutes. This five minutes for you. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah, oh, uh,
0: I, I kind of feel a little bad for her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, how let me Saturday morning, you know, and then you can get, you know, a good twenty minute session going
0: on, you know. So what you all gotta do is just not sleep, because then it's morning for you and night for her. <laughs> I'll sync up. Yeah. They're gonna reel it. Real,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just oh man, so. Well, hopefully with a nice severance package at that uh, point. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Well, and that's another fucked up thing in modern America is, like, what we're doing is not a protected class, so they literally just could fire you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they could. They they definitely could.
0: Which is fucked because, like, it's not like you're doing it on, well, at least I hope you're not doing it on company hours.
1: No, I <laughs> don't. I do it on my lunch break and after work. right. And on the weekends,
0: so wait you you finding time to get it in on your lunch break? Mm-hmm. That's kind of impressive. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. Because like I said earlier, I only need three minutes. <laughs> no, no. So I do a when I do a scene. My scenes last around twenty to thirty minutes. Um, my setup's pretty easy, um, especially if I've worked with you in the past. Then you know it's pretty fast. You know we get, we get to the business, and so. You know, i I remember uh, I had to go away from the house, like maybe 15 minutes away from the house during my lunch break. Filmed a scene; uh, it was like a threesome scene, and then made it back. You know, right in time for my next meeting. You know, so, <laughs> yeah.
0: Coming into the office, like John, you're looking yeah, yeah. Did you get a workout in
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, just didn't have time to shower oh, off. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to raise a couple questions. Like, going yeah. back into the office smelled like sex. <laughs>
1: Luckily I work remote. So
0: oh, okay. <laughs> they
1: they don't get to see my um face often unless it's like a a, a staff meeting we have to go on camera on our Zoom. But typically
0: they don't get to see me. Well, then it's also like, "Oh, sorry, having technical difficulty. My camera's not working for some oh, I, reason."
1: I definitely use that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> like I need a call, I need a ticket to get a new uh new camera. My camera's not working. Yeah, my Wi-Fi's out. Something oh, I right? I use a few of them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And that's the uh, you know advantage and disadvantage of remote work at this yeah, point.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been it's been very good
0: for me. I just had a vision of like full bondage gear, like
1: yeah, the camera's <laughs> just not
0: working. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just not have a t- enough time to change. <laughs>
1: right, right.
0: <laughs> but uh, it's also the beautiful part about remote work is that like you can live this kind of double life.
1: Yeah, that's if if they try to. Um, get me to go back into the office. And I put in my resignation letter because I'm not going back into the office. I will only work remote. That's the only reason why why I'm still at this particular company because I'm working remote. But as soon as I put in that resignation letter, they start getting waivers from VPs and everything. (laughs) Like, no, we want him to stay. And so then I got to stay and, you know, that was last May, so... You know, everything's still good.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, and honestly, I feel like in the next four to five years, we're going to not see anyone want to get people back in the office. It's all because they got these long-term leases.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. That and to justify some mid-level management whose whole job was to micromanage people anyways. For sure.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> so it's like once those leases are gone, mm-hmm. just cut those mic- micromanaging yeah. jobs. and Because honestly, why the fuck would you want your people to come back in the office? Like- the productivity is not down, right? Why the fuck do you want? You know your employees stressed out about having to fucking commute to wherever the fuck the office yeah. is.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you lose time that commute time. You you actually lose that because someone could they have to wake up earlier. They have to like basically structure their whole day for that commute, and that's time they could be actually working.
0: You or know? Enjoying life.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having a little bit more work life balance. And it's like no one loves, no one enjoys a commute. No, like no one enjoys it. So you just—I know people who commute an an hour and a half, two hours—and it's like you're you're making people miserable before they even step into the office.
0: Right, and if you're commuting an hour and a half, two hours every day, that's a part-time job. Yeah, the the week, that is a fucking yeah. part-time job that you are spending money to do. Yep. Yeah, that made sense in the '90s. The two, even maybe ten years ago, that made sense. the right. internet wasn't there to fully work remotely. but in twenty twenty three why the fuck? <laughs> and yeah, you, know, you could definitely measure everyone's productivity. It's like, oh, well, you haven't gotten your job done. Well, that's a problem exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you're working remotely, you have a lot less excuse. Yeah, to not get shit done right
1: is <laughs> is more productive, more efficient you're more comfortable it's, it's just a lot better
0: yeah and hopefully when those leases are up and like all this office space becomes fucking available yeah i will turn it into some more housing and maybe the rent will fucking go down a little bit wait because this shit is too expensive out here oh uh, you're telling that me is expensive this fucking town it's like nowhere else i'd rather live but the, whenever i travel somewhere it's like oh yeah things cost reasonable things in other places
1: yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah i mean I, i'm from detroit and I lived in a lot of different places in the country, and the rent here is just crazy. I had a when I lived in St. Louis, I had a mortgage, and my mortgage was five hundred and fifty dollars a month. And I mean, you can't do nothing with five hundred and fifty dollars here.
0: That's your electric bill. <laughs> it's exactly, like it's 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 insane. Yeah, it's absolute nuts. It's just like I've been here so long; I'm so used to it at this point. I um, get legit sticker shock when I go other places. Like, how much are you paying?
1: Wait, right, right. What <laughs> is that per week? <laughs>
0: Wait, h- h- yeah. How How is that? Th- what? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I live in LA. That's, that's just what things cost here. Yeah. Because I, I almost made the move to back to Vegas earlier this year. And it's like, oh, yeah, for what I pay on this place, I could get a big house. A big fucking house. Yes. Oh yeah. Not everything is insane. Yeah, it's it's crazy. From Detroit to St. Louis, how long did, till you made it out west?
1: Um so I, I started off in Detroit and then went to Nashville, Savannah, St. Louis, Seattle, Austin, LA. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, I left back in 2003 to Nashville. I went to undergrad in Nashville and um went to grad school in St. Louis. And, you know, I had my first real job in St. Louis as well. Then, uh, moved to Seattle, um, for a promotion and then went to Texas for, for another job to get out of the aerospace industry and go to tech. And then I wanted to get out of Texas because I wonder why Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a lot. <laughs> and, uh, then I moved to LA. I went to move to LA. So I was like, okay, whatever job I have to get or take to get in LA, that's what I'm going to do.
0: Austin's a fun place. I just don't want to live there.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, they have a good barbecue.
0: That they do. That. <laughs> that they fucking do. Yeah. Otherwise, it's fucking humid. Yeah. It's still Texas.
1: Yeah, it's too conservative for me. You know, even Austin is liberal—the most liberal city there—is still in
0: Texas. Yeah, so it's like I, I'm just nervous just to be outside. And it's not like there's some bubble that keeps people out of Austin. Yeah, like the conservatives definitely can still drive in. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! yeah during the pandemic, I have a bunch of friends down in Austin who were like, "Oh, you should move down here." You know? And I looked at him like, one, I don't really want to live here. Right. Right. And two. It isn't that much cheaper than LA at this point.
1: <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's going, it's going up.
0: If you want to live out in the suburbs, sure, you can live pretty cheap, right? But if you want to be in Austin proper, anywhere near Sixth Street, oh my gosh,
1: yeah, I was, I was, I was living um, North Austin, so that was, you know,
0: I got some friends out by Round Rock, so yeah, so
1: that's where I was at. Yeah, yeah like, like right under Round Rock, south, right south of Round Rock.
0: Yeah, I don't want to live in the suburbs.
1: Right, right. You want to be in the thick of things in the city.
0: Yeah, like it's part of the reason I didn't like living in Vegas. It's like Vegas is just too suburban. Yeah, yeah. Like the minute you get off the strip, it's like, oh, this is just one giant fucking suburb. It's <laughs> whole fucking town.
1: Yeah, I saw an apartment in Vegas that I liked. I said, oh, I could, I could really see myself here, but my body can't fuck with Vegas. <laughs> like my nose gets real dry, and I, I it's, every time I come back from Vegas, I feel I get sick it's my, my body just does not like vegas i'm going there in the morning <laughs> but yeah my body does not like vegas at all
0: you're a brave man coming to do this show and then like oh yeah i'm gonna go fight to vegas in the morning <laughs> hope it's not an early flight oh it's early <laughs> <laughs> well as i like to famously say you're not flying the plane it's okay exactly <laughs> and hopefully it's out of burbank
1: yeah no it's lax actually
0: oh that's a motherfucker i think so yeah that's a motherfucker for an early morning flight Yeah, especially around the hall oh
1: yeah luckily and i never fly i don't fly southwest often but luckily it's southwest because it's the first terminal
0: at lax so i don't have to go all the way around and stuff yeah but you also have to go wait in that line to get a seat oh yeah yeah i might need to upgrade (laughs) because otherwise it's like oh cool i gotta at least it's a short flight even if you could still in middle seats
1: yeah, hopefully not many people are catching a five forty five
0: AM flight. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. But it's Yeah. If not enough people are catching it, they wouldn't be running it. So Yeah.
1: yeah. That is true. <laughs>
0: Maybe kinda of empty, but there's definitely gonna be motherfuckers there. Uh, yeah. And because the Southwest they'll be like taking all the windows and aisles. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Southwest is one of my least favorite airlines. Yeah. So, like I want my seat assigned. I want to know what <laughs> yeah, the and-
1: yeah i don't fly often. it often it was good for me because i'm taking equipment and you can do the two bags free.
0: yeah but what i tell everybody is like once you get status or if you get a credit card from one of the major airlines mm-hmm. you get the free bags anyways that's true so that's true and then you get other perks like lounges and you know free yeah. seat upgrades and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was a delta frequent flyer for years and it's like I've had multiple international trips where I got bumped up to business class for free. Nice, nice. Southwest doesn't do that. No, they sure don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. But, uh, you know, my, my my frequent flyer airlines is Delta. And, like, I don't know if you saw this, like, they're catching some shit in the last couple days. Really? It's weird. So, on the wild conservative end, mm-hmm. the conservatives are singing this dude's praises. So, basically, what happened was a uh, trans actress got misgendered and like made a viral TikTok about it by like a gay oh. agent
1: oh yeah I did see that oh I didn't know that was an actress oh yeah. okay yeah and, <laughs> and he said I can escort you over <laughs> <me> right
0: now <laughs> and it's just it's a wild it's wild how divisive this shit is it's just like cause you know I don't just mute conservative voices I don't want to be in an echo chamber right right like as long as you're not spouting like flat out hate like yeah I'm okay hearing what you have to say. Sure. I may not agree with it, but I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck that. I, I, especially like if you disagree with someone, you need to hear what they have to say about it. But like, I just see all these fucking like, yeah, <laughs> that dude's my hero. <laughs> like,
1: yeah.
0: That's, that, that's a bit of a strong reaction. There. Right,
1: right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, like most things like, there's two sides to every story, and, you know, the truth is probably neither one of them. hmm hmm Especially with, like, those viral moments. It's just, like, what happened before the camera was rolling? Right. Yeah. Like, what was said? <laughs> yeah, like, because if, if the camera was on the whole time, like, that means you ambushed somebody. hmm <laughs> But people, for whatever reason, don't seem to grasp that. Like, yeah, something definitely happened before the camera rolled. Yeah. Or-
1: yeah you know people gravitate towards what kind of fits what's in their head you know the type of energy that's in their head they they gravitate towards yeah. that and you know just like they they like to amplify whatever it is
0: well yeah and that's part of the problem of modern america is like just blind tribalisms because it's like my side right. did something yeah, yeah! yeah exactly <laughs> dude you're not on the ticket for any gop primary no. <laughs> it's not your party
1: Mm,
0: yeah same with the democrats like you running for office anywhere nope (laughs) these are supposed to be our representatives and no matter what side of the aisle you're on these people are supposed to have america's best interests. definitely like everybody in america's best interest at heart
1: yeah not just one
0: (laughs) right not just one groups Mm -hmm. and it's like why why can't we just somewhat get back to that yeah
1: Definitely a headache.
0: I don't know how well I'm sorry about getting political. Eh. Nah, it's not good. <laughs> That's about as deep as I'm getting on. It. Like, <laughs> all right, Delta. Like I didn't think you would be a flashpoint for conservatism all of a sudden, but <laughs> and like I get that dude was just trying to do his fucking job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: like <laughs> Yeah. To be a gate agent around Christmas at fucking LaGuardia? Oh, fuck, fuck that. that. I would have had to call off sick. They don't pay that dude enough. <laughs> nah.
1: <laughs> Mm-mm.
0: The amount of angry people that that guy had to have seen every fucking minute of the day. Nah. Yeah, I would have done. I would have done poorly that job. Poorly. Well, thankfully, thankfully, your penis is on the internet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you hopefully will never have to be a gate agent.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is true. Hopefully, I won't.
0: I mean, that would be a really awkward scene. Like someone rolls up to get like. Wait a minute, don't I know you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sure I know you from somewhere. Yeah. Like uh, 16A, please.
1: <laughs> Hurry up. You go somewhere. Get the fuck <laughs> no. no, that wasn't me. <laughs>
0: don't know what you're talking about. sorry for the only fans. Don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> So what, what are you doing in Vegas tomorrow? Like,
1: I'm doing uh, a, podcast, a podcast. I'm doing a podcast tomorrow, and I think that's about it.
0: Nice. Right, so what, which podcast? Um,
1: down the rabbit hole. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you're flying to Vegas just for a podcast? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Holy shit. Are you on, just on a whirlwind promotional tour right now?
1: No. Um, I, you know, not really. You know, <laughs> Vegas is pretty easy for me to get to, and I might stay out there for New Year's Eve. Nice. And go to a, a party.
0: Vegas is such a shit show on New Year's though. Yeah,
1: I've done it once. I've done it once, and it was pretty bad, you know. But one of my friends invited me to a, a New Year's Eve party at her house, so I might do that.
0: Okay, at least it's away from the strip. And- yeah, 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 yeah. So it's away from the strip because that is such fucking amateur night.
1: Yeah, like I've I've done it like maybe four years ago, and I was yeah, it was very underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't
0: yeah, I didn't even see anything really. It's like uh, this is uh middle America's idea of a good time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's
0: I've come to realize like as I've gotten older that like Vegas is America's wax museum. It's like, oh, this is the entertainment capital of the world. It's right. like no, this is a image of of entertainment. hmm you got people doing residencies playing their greatest hits. You got, you know, comedians and musicians doing the same act every fucking night. Yeah, that's that's tough right there. Right. And it's just like, that. that's not real entertainment. That's, that's just, mm-hmm. just homogenized. And it's just like, no one's trying to experiment or create new stuff if they're playing Vegas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the things I love about LA is like, People are trying new shit here. Like established artists are trying new shit. You got for sure people like Chappelle who will take over a room in the comedy store for three hours, like and just yeah and hang out. Like that's not happening in Vegas. Nah, not at all. Because do you ever get out like hit the comedy clubs, all that fun? I
1: haven't been in a while, but I used to go. Yeah, I've been to the comedy store and Laugh Factory, all that stuff.
0: It's fun. Oh yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite parts about LA. Yeah. Where else would you be able to see like? this group of comedians. like If you were in any other city in America, except maybe New York, you'd maybe get one of them for a weekend. Right, right, right. Instead of like, oh shit, just a whole row of killers. Yeah,
1: yeah. LA, LA definitely offers that. It, it um, I feel like LA, you can be anybody, who, any type of dream you have or you think you may want to explore, you could actually do it in LA. Oh yeah. This is the closest place where I think that you can really, like, reach your dreams, like if it's like far out there. So I, I do admire that about LA. It's just the energy in the air, you know. It's like if you can make it here, you can make it pretty much
0: anywhere. I agree, and like I'm a, I'm a fellow Midwestern guy, and like I'm from Chicago originally. Okay, yeah, and uh, at least growing up in Chicago, like the idea of making an entertainment was just something like you saw on TV. It was fictional. It's not exactly. Like, no one actually ever did that.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: And then when you get out here, it's like, oh no, some of my peers are like making deals on Netflix, like yeah. doing shit. It's like, oh shit, this is obtainable. This is something you can fucking do if you work hard enough. Exactly. And that's part of the reason I had to get the fuck out of the Midwest. For sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's so surprised that I'm in porn. <laughs> like what well, in, in Detroit, I didn't ever think I could really do this. You know, it was like, just something you joke about. Oh yeah. But I, I I can really do this.
0: Well, I feel like every dude's joked about it at some point. At some
1: point, yeah. And I had no idea. I mean it, it took me seven what six years of living here before I even thought about porn. Like for real? Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, I normally just avoid this shit, but like what made you decide like corporate America for years, bounce around the country, like what made you decide porn of all like all the aspects of entertainment to get into while you're here?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I, I actually start uh, started taking acting classes, like because I wanted to go into like real acting, traditional acting, and then then COVID hit, of course. But then I was a, um, I was in the hot wife lifestyle as a bull, and so I was very comfortable, like fucking wives while their husband filmed us, like you know on camera. So I said, well, if, if I'm fucking these middle aged women for free just as my Saturday hobby, you know. Um can I get paid for fucking hot porn stars? And so I just put in the application to one of the agencies out here and then like two weeks later I was signed. Man, it was just it was it was it was very spontaneous. Yeah.
0: That sounds like <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's not a typical story because the industry always wants more dudes because there's only like 20 of you. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. only like 20 people that, you know, slang dick in this industry. Yeah, The industry always wants more, but like not everyone can do your fucking job. Yeah,
1: it's, just, it's tough.
0: <laughs> Reason I've never wanted a job. I'm like, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> like I've had sex, like public sex. And it's like, oh, there's too much noise in the next room. I was like, hell
1: yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-mm.
0: Let alone someone who looks like me la- leaning over you with a fucking boom. <laughs> oh my God. Well, everyone wants to go home. Every crew wants to go home.
1: Right. It's like, okay, hurry up, hurry up. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's not easy. It's, yeah, the the noises in the room and people talking about their kids and everything you don't want to hear right now, you're hearing. Yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to stay hard. It's like, it was shut. The, someone shut the hell up, please. Everyone just shut up so I can do my job.
0: Right. You, sound guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I do not care about your kids.
0: Well, and us's crew are so jaded to what's happening. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, a civilian would be so excited that there's a live sex show happening right in uh. front Like, us's crew is just like, yeah, whatever, man. Right, right, right. And a couple summers ago, I was working for MindGeek, and me and, like, the lighting guy, like, during the sex, were, like, looking at the bottom of how the couch was sagging. you're like, <laughs> we need to replace that couch. Like, there are two beautiful people having sex, like... <laughs> two arms like, away from us. And we're just like, <laughs> oh, we definitely need to get a different couch. <laughs> it's, it's so easy to get desensitized to this yeah, shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I, I'm curious. I, I want to go back to like the bowl. Mm-hmm. How'd you get into that?
1: So I was hanging out with one of my buddies uh, in, in grad school and we, you know, we just chopping up shooting shit at his house and um, he had this young lady coming over to the, to his house I said, okay, I'll let y'all do you thing. I'm going to holler at you. And he said, okay, wait, hold on one second. He calls this woman's husband and said, hey, you know, my partner over here, you know, is it cool if he stays? And the husband says, yeah, you know, he, he's black. He's like, yeah. All right, yeah, for sure. As long as you guys take pictures and videos. And so my boy was like, for sure, easy, done. And so we fucked the shit out of his wife, took pictures, videos, everything, sent it to the husband. Husband loved it. <laughs> and she leaves. I'm I'm looking at my boy like, yo, what the fuck we just do? And he told me about, you know, there's wives out here that, you know, are, are shareable. And he started teaching me about the lifestyle. And, and then a couple of years later, um, I went to Temptations. I took one of my buddies there for um, his bachelor party. I just heard it's like a freaky place to get you know wild, and it's a, a, a like a topless optional resort in Cancun. And so we go there, and I'm seeing all these people with like these pineapple pasties on and shit like that. I'm like, what? What's the, this? Pineapples and shit? What's going on? And um I said, something's going on here. The energy was crazy. It was different. Something's going on here. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find out. So I, I got back to L.A. I started researching more. And I, I learned that, you know, the, the pineapples is like a, a a symbol for the swing lifestyle. And then I just start, you know, it was like a rabbit hole. I just start going and learning and everything and start creating profiles on these different swing sites, you know, and as a single male. And then just start meeting unicorns and meeting, you know, couples and, you know, having fun that way. And then start going to interracial hot wife conventions, you know, where we are fucking wives all weekend, you know? So yeah, it it got, it got wild. It got crazy.
0: I'm curious with like the interracial end of it. Does that should ever bother you? Like,
1: no, no, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. So you have like, I mean, because
0: ha- they're effectively fetishizing that you're a black man. Like, it's kind of fucked up. So
1: so here's my thing. The only time I don't mind being fetishized is in the bedroom. Okay. Only in the bedroom. If you fetishize me outside the bedroom, then that's when I have a problem. If you're fucking with me, like, oh, you like me, and you want to go on a date with me just because I'm a black guy, then I have a problem with that. You know, if, you know like, you're trying to generalize, generalize me. Just cause I'm black, you know. So you want to date me or hang out with me or whatever, not because who who I am as a person, but I don't mind being fetishized in the bedroom because we all have fetishes, you know. I I have a big boob fetish, you know. So I will I will shit. You may not look the best, but I would love to play with your boobs <laughs> in the bedroom.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah,
0: you're like I don't want to be romantically involved with yeah, you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? Let me let me touch him. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> let me motor him. You know?
0: right. Like once we get ours, you yeah, know, we can go our separate ways.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I don't mind being fetishized in the bedroom. Now, now you got you know fetishizing, but then you also have like this other component of more extreme component of like race play. You know, and so that's more of like a extreme
0: thing. You know, so
1: um, I don't do much of that.
0: But, you know, interracial. But you have done some race play?
1: Yeah, I've done some race play. I've done some race play. How do you feel? uh, You know what? I would say I felt okay because there's been times outside of the lifestyle where I kind of brought some of that on, you know, (laughs) like. Like you know, when you mess with some white girls and stuff like that, hey, call me this, call me that. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah, I've done some things that like <laughs> in the past, and so but then it's like okay, when I met girls outside of that, you know, like in the it like not necessarily in the industry, but more in the content creation, I met people who are into like race play in that regard. I'm like, oh oh, you kinky, kinky, because you like race play, you like, you know, incest play, you like a lot of role-playing type of stuff.
0: Yeah, the, the, you know, going for forceful fantasies and stuff like that. I this.
1: was like, and I, I was I was with this one girl, hanging out with this one girl, and she was just dropping it on me, like, oh, I like this, I like this, and if you look at her, you would not have known, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, this this little Latina could wild, you know? Uh, yeah, but uh, it's, it's definitely, uh, I definitely come across, you know, people who will have a, a, a liking for different flavors.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. The whole, you know, whole rainbow of flavors out there. And, like, yeah. as long as, as I said earlier, as long as between two consenting adults, like, yeah. it's fine. But, like, you know, obviously you could feel a way about it, even though it's, like,
1: Yeah, I I think it it takes a guy who 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 understands a little bit more like like we all have fantasies. We all are kink. And if you're comfortable in it and yourself, I mean, because 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 me, I'm a little bit more kinky than other guys, you know, so I can, you know, I can roll with it a little bit better, whereas some guys, oh, my gosh, like get the hell out my house. Type of situation, you know, so I I welcome it because I try to provide a safe space for people to explore their sexuality. You know, whether it's someone I'm dating, whether it's, you know, someone for the night. A lot of people who hang out with me or meet me, they haven't had those safe spaces where they can explore. You know, they haven't had that opportunity where they can, um, those dark fantasies, they can bring them to life. They haven't had that.
0: One, well, that's a lot of trust to put into someone like if you're just doing it for the night. Yeah. Like, I understand like exploring with a partner or someone mm-hmm. you've been with, but like, that's kind of bold to like, especially drop the race play, like with someone oh, you're yeah. for the oh, night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, could yeah. Go, that could go <laughs> real bad.
1: <laughs> it could go really bad, really quick, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's something, that's something that requires trust. Yeah. You know, and, and some type of um, familiarity. You know, you gotta know this person, you know, and kind of know how far you can go.
0: Yeah, because you know. that'd just be like, "The fuck did you just say?" Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and a lot of that stuff, um, especially when you're when you're dealing with like a couple, you know, and in, in the lifestyle you're like as a boy i'm i I'm asking questions to to peel those layers back I'm trying to get to know what those dark fantasies are I'm trying to know like what's your boundaries what's your limit what's some shit you wanted to do but you haven't done yet you know what i'm saying the shit that excites you makes you nervous as well you know so i'm asking i'm i'm those probing questions to get to know like more the the psychological psychological aspects of your dynamic and so i I can tell like why do you, why do you like black men? You know, is it is it the color contrast? You know, the the darker skin on the lighter skin. You know, what is it? Is it the 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 larger you know endowment or whatever? <laughs> like, what is it about being? Because because some women are um, called queen of spades. You know, mean they are only fucking black men. Regardless if your husband is white, you're only fucking black men. You know, and and that's also. A evolution because you can start off all right twenty percent I'm fucking black men and eighty percent I'm still fucking my husband and that evolution sometimes goes all the way up over a period of time to hundred percent only black men and my husband gets none of me you know so yeah
0: if the husband's cool with it I- oh
1: yeah oh yeah I know some so I know some husbands stay locked up in chastity 364 days a year they only get out on new year's day (laughs) yeah
0: i mean i'm I'm not trying to like laugh at someone's face that (laughs) is one of those fetishes i couldn't wrap my brain around like nah, the idea of chastity in general like i've had some doms on the show just like oh i love putting men in chastity i'm like you and i would not get along outside in the real world like oh yeah just no yeah. No.
1: Yeah, I'll tell some some wives, I'll say, you yeah, know, make sure he's locked up when y'all come over here. And I'll, I'll, I'll have them sitting the whole time, tied up, locked up, like, don't even touch a dick. Don't even touch it. Don't even touch it. Because they get excited. Well, yeah. And I want to touch it. And even when it's locked up, want to touch it. Don't touch it. You want to sit and squirm and. Just enjoy the fucking show.
0: God bless that they're into that. Good, <laughs> God bless that you can make some money out of it. Like, there's a lot of fetishes I just I can't wrap my brain around.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've learned that I it's no point in me trying to wrap my head around it. The only thing I should do is respect it. I don't try to, because I'm not wired that way. Yeah. You know, so it's, it, I learned it's, it's no point. But I just respect it and try to provide what both of them need you know some like humiliation and you know orgasm denial and you know this and that um
0: so yeah hey, once again if everyone's consenting exactly happy <laughs> that's all that matters oh yeah oh yeah it would be interesting to see when does a study like how do people evolve to like 100 percent? you know queen of spades here like did there, Was this always just buried inside or was it like, oh, I got bored with my husband over the years and? It's actually um,
1: most dynamics, especially like cuckold dynamics, it it starts off where typically the husband brings it up to the wife. It's hardly the wife that brings it to the husband. It's always the husband. Most of the time it's the husband that brings it to the wife. Well, how would you feel about this? You know, and then it's a continual process.
0: That'd be such an interesting, like, to be a fly on the wall to hear that conversation. Because I'm I'm sure initially, even though, like, they've probably been together for a while, Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. trust each other with a lot of things, to trust someone with that. Yeah. Especially something that society is very much not, like, accepting of. Like, I, for fuck's sake, cuck is a, a, quite an active slur for people these days.
1: yeah. Yeah, I, and I think it's it's number one. It's a lot of not a lot of education behind it, and it's <laughs> it's uh, a lot of people don't know what cuck really means, and so uh, what a, and they get confused. So so what a cuck really is is a is a in a cuckold dynamic. You have uh, the husband and wife, and the the husband well the wife holds the sexual power dynamic. So basically, if she sees John, hey, husband, I want to fuck John. And she has that control to be able to do that versus like a stag and vixen couple, which is also under the hot wife umbrella. Th- the husband and wife, that sexual power dynamic is shared. Wife says, hey, husband, I want to fuck John. Husband says, "Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about him then they can't do it. You know, they, they, he can veto her.
0: Right. Essentially. Not all parties are consenting. At yeah,
1: exactly. But that's the only difference. Now you have activities such as chastity, cleanup, humiliation, that are typically regulated to cuck types. But the, the, the activity doesn't determine whether a guy is a cuck or a stat. It's the sexual power dynamic. So you could be a stag that likes those activities that typically cucks do. You know, like you can be a stag that likes to clean up, you know, or likes to be humiliated. Because the only difference between a stag and a cuck is the sexual power, power dynamic. Who, hold, who who Who's wearing the pants when it comes to deciding
0: on what we do? Does the stag go out and bang as well, or do they still? Yeah,
1: stack Yeah, 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 yeah. He he can if he if, if that's what their dynamic is. You know he, he they because because typically in a stag and vixen the the husband and wife in a hot wifing dynamic they also play in the swing lifestyle and they usually full swap. So typically you have stag and vixens they will do a full swap, whereas in a cuckold dynamic. He doesn't usually participate as much, right? you know.
0: He might be in the, the cuck chair. and <laughs> Yeah,
1: you know what I'm saying? And then the wife might participate with another couple. And then um, the cuck, he may service, you know, like be in a service role where he's, you know, making sure everyone he has her drinks and making sure her outfit is together. Or, you know, being more of a hospitable type of
0: person. Right
1: yeah <laughs> whatever
0: makes him happy exactly <laughs> like,
1: like,
0: i'm not here to knocking it's like it's one of those things where like i don't get it it's not something i yeah. not something i'm interested in but yeah if it makes you happy like who am i to judge your right, happiness right right <laughs> like if it was the choice between you know you being wildly depressed or you getting watched your wife get railed i much prefer that you watch your wife get railed yeah. like
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> you only got limited time on this planet do what you enjoy doing as long as it's not hurting anybody else.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 I mean, it's a lot of guys I hear want want that want their wives to get like game banged by five black guys. I mean, like, guys approach me all the time about stuff like that. Like, yo, can you can you set it up? You know, my, my I would love to see, you know, my wife get, you know, punished by like, four or five black guys. I'm like. Number one, I don't even like (laughs) gangbangs. So I'm going to have to charge you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have to charge your production fee for that.
0: Well, and with a lot of these sessions that you'd be in the bowl, are you charging for it or are you just doing it for fun? So
1: when I I was doing it, I was doing it for fun. Like anytime someone would ask me to do something in that manner now, it's going to be a fee tied to it. Yes, enough is for free today. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm sorry there's celebrity attached to this now yeah
1: yes yesterday's, yesterday's price is not today's price <laughs>
0: inflation's a motherfucker oh yeah we're in the post-pandemic world right it's four hundred dollars for groceries <laughs> you want me to bang your wife it's gonna cost
1: exactly oh yeah it's gonna cost a lot too
0: if you don't mind me asking like what are you charge to you know be a bull
1: you said, "What do I charge?" Yeah, well, but, I would charge probably a thousand for an an hour. a
0: standard scene rate. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I would charge like a thousand hour. Yeah, if if someone wanted me to come hang out with them for an hour, drink some wine and and talk and and whatever, you know, give yeah, a good three minutes, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, an hour. I mean, a thousand. Yeah,
0: <laughs> not bad work if you can get it. Hmm. Is there's, there's still a lot of demand for it?
1: Oh yeah, there's definitely a lot of demand.
0: Definitely a lot of demand.
1: So, we have these interracial high life conventions that I mentioned earlier.
0: This whole convention, that's a.
1: It's listen, it's from Thursday to Sunday. <laughs> like four, four, four times a year, four or five times a year, different locations. And you got like 600 couples and maybe 300 black guys. And it's no surprise. Everyone knows why we're all here. So you don't have to worry about, well, um, I wonder if she wants to have sex this weekend. It's just a matter of that she wouldn't have sex with me. Right. You know, but she she didn't spend two, three thousand dollars to not fuck. So they can't they know what they coming down for. So you don't gotta do all the bullshit. And and these these women, they're very insatiable. <laughs> they can take a lot of dick. So, I mean, they're from, from Thursday. Some come in Tuesday <laughs> before it even starts. Uh, Tuesday from Wednesday to Sunday. And some stay a day later. They are fucking the whole time. Like, I know someone moved, fuck, 30, 36 guys. Some like gang bangs. Like, yeah, it's they, they, they have a blast. And the husbands walk around with the biggest smiles on their face. <laughs> the biggest smiles on their face. Yeah.
0: I feel bad for the hotel staff having to clean up after this.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> they love it, though, because
1: uh, they get tipped well. I mean, this is the busiest they're ever going to be when we come. I mean, they love it when we come. They just smile. Because you have to, as a, a hotel staff, they have to volunteer for this type of event. You know, and um, they all know me by name and stuff. <laughs>
0: For someone who's trying to keep D up, like I'm down low from his corporate job, doing a really bad job of it. I'm doing a terrible job. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, oh yeah, people know me by name at convention. It's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I just can't wrap my brain around all of this. Movie. Yeah. It's just like, it's awesome. Like, yeah, it's
1: pretty awesome. I mean, the last one I went to, I was so overwhelmed because uh, now a lot a lot of people knew me not as the bull, but more so the bull and porn star. So it was more attention on me and I couldn't go three minutes without some husband like coming to me, wanting me to fuck his wife, you know, or talking about only fans. Cause a lot of some of them are creators as well. And they want to talk about like collabing and, you know, strategies and shit like that. And I'm just trying to hang out with my friends. Cause these types of events, I go there more. This is my guys' trip because a lot of my friends are bulls, and so this is my time of the year where I can get to go fellowship and hang out with my buddies. Um, and um, the, it's 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 very overwhelming for me when I go to these events now. So yeah, I can't go as as often
0: because it's like, too much. You're the biggest celebrity there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's intense.
0: I can I can <laughs> begin to fathom just like yeah. taking not being able to walk like five feet down a convention hall like uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll fuck your wife
1: just, yes exactly just, and and she's all over like and you know she's like forty something fifty and she's just looking at me all kinds of ways and I'm like okay I can, can't can can you know can we get a little little play play time today John I'm like, oh yeah 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 I, I got you I see you a little bit yeah
0: yes it's yeah <laughs> Now i'm curious are you, you into like the older ladies if like they're not attached to a dude if you're not just being the bowl like if you were just like you know hanging out would you be, still be down for someone who's in like their 40s or oh yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. most of the women i've dated in my life have are have been older than me you know i'm almost 40 you know <laughs> so you know yeah. most of my you know girlfriends in the past have been you know six 15 years older than me anyway. So I'm um, you know I, I like mature women, you know. I like I like it. You know so they're more they're more seasoned, you know. <laughs> know know what to do,
0: right? Know? know what they want. Yeah,
1: exactly. Know how to either cook or order good food, you know. So I I I enjoy older women.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't understand the virgin fetish. Like yeah. Like, oh, cool. I want someone who's nervous and uncomfortable. Nah,
1: I, I don't, I don't, no parts of a virgin. No. I feel, I would feel terrible about myself. <laughs> I would really feel like I am not shit.
0: Have you ever taken any wins
1: Yeah, when I was like 16, like 17.
0: Yeah, when it was age appropriate. <laughs> <or> so. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, like 17 and like, I think once was 17 and once when I was, um, Twenty, yeah, yeah, and and never again. I don't, I don't want that responsibility. The you know, crying and shit like that and emotion. Nah, that's too much for me. Yeah, that's
0: that's <laughs> a bit intense.
1: Very intense.
0: And just, yeah, I'm assuming there weren't great lays.
1: Nah, it was terrible. Shit, tight as hell. <laughs> I mean. Some tight is good, but too tight,
0: yeah, that, I get it. floor burn. <laughs> that's what the chafing happens.
1: Nah, <laughs> nah, no, no, fuck that. Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> One is just like I'm sure they're not going to be able to relax and actually enjoy it. Mm. So it's not fun for really anybody involved. Nah, just say it happened. It's like cool, this happened.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: No thanks. That's why I don't get people on the internet who's like. Out here, slut shaming people like, no, 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 no. I want someone that knows exactly what they want, isn't afraid to say it. Right. Because who gives a fuck how many bodies are on somebody? Oh, yeah. Give me a slut. Right. (laughs) I want a slut. Because once again, as long as nobody's getting hurt, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, you're not trying, neither one of us are transmitting diseases to each other. Facts. And, you know, we're both consenting. We both know what this Mm -hmm. is or what it isn't. Yep. Who cares? Mm-hmm. This shit ain't Everest. I'm not planting a fucking flag. Nah, <laughs> you know, even if it was like a, you know more typical dating situation, statistically, there was someone before me, and there's probably going to be someone after me. Definitely. So why the oh, fuck yeah. am I getting all obsessed Mm-mm. about? It'd be the sluts. Yeah. As long as you know, there's good communication, who cares? Mm-hmm. Hell. I'm okay with non-monogamy as long as like, long as it's communicated. Cheating only hurts because of the betrayal, not the physical act.
1: Right, 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 right. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. As long as you know we're both honest about what's going on, Mm -hmm. who's the fuck? That's
1: true, right there.
0: But yo, for whatever reason, there's like all this culture of like, oh, you got to get a high value woman with a low body. Like, get the fuck out of here. Shit, and it's if you do that, the sex is trash. Right.
1: I've had some of those sex is trash, like terrible, like beyond terrible. I I, like, yeah, I've dated women who have not had sex with many men and, or they've had sex a lot with the same man. And the sex is always
0: trash. Like, give me a whore, please. (laughs) Well, it's like, cool. You look good on the red carpet with me, but like, yeah. When we get out of here, like, yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Like, give me someone who's willing to embrace life, right? Who's not willing to be like tied down by like, oh, what would society think of me for having all this sex?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Not the fucking Middle Ages. Like mm-hmm. I said this on a podcast recently. Like slut shaming and like being horrorphobic in the olden times made sense. Like there were diseases that would kill you. Yeah. Right. You don't want like, you don't want to die over a piece of pussy. Nice. Nah, uh-uh. And like, you couldn't t- determine patronage. So like, yeah, the risk of pregnancy, like you may get stuck with someone other man's child. If you're with a promiscuous woman, right. We have tests. Mm. We have penicillin. Oh, yeah. right? There's no reason to worry about that shit. Right. Hell, we're we're around the same age. You probably had sex added in the 90s where they're like, if you have unprotected sex, you will die of AIDS.
1: Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. AIDS uh, ain't even a death sentence. anymore. Uh, not that I right, recommend right. Go, yeah, you yeah, go yeah, get AIDS. Yeah, but, yeah,
1: yeah, don't sign up for it, but if you can't, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you're unlucky enough to catch it, it's not like, oh right. my God, you're just going to fucking die. Sure.
1: Yeah. You know, science is is a lot better now than it was in the 80s and 90s, so that's that's good. But,
0: yeah. Yeah, the 90s sex education was a trip, like, yeah. in, in retrospect, because it's just like, oh, if you don't put on a condom, you're going to die. You're going to die, like, <laughs> like the next day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I've definitely told this story on air before, but, like, the first time, like, I met, I, like, I had unprotected sex where, like, the shit broke. Yeah. And like, it was just like, oh, God. Well, uh, but, like, the first time I had intentional unprotected sex, like, I didn't handle it well. Like, my brain, I just kind of freaked out because yeah i was with a girl i was dating for a minute and like we're going we're messing around she's like just put it in yeah and yeah yo, know, in the moment be like yeah right the minute i popped i'm like oh my god what have i done
1: yep yeah oh yeah
0: what have i done oh i'm gonna, I'm gonna die
1: yes yeah i just thought i was gonna get someone knocked up the first <laughs> time i swear i got this girl pregnant i'm like man i got this girl pregnant she's a hoe And, but, you know, when you're at 18, it's not, you shouldn't be a hoe at 18, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, how much have you been fucking? You're only like 17, 18 years old, you know? Um, So your body count, you know, shouldn't be, you know, over 50. you know, at 17, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I thought I had a baby by a hoe, but luckily she wasn't pregnant. But that's the, the thought in my head was I got a hoe pregnant,
0: you know? And where would your life be now if you had? Yeah, it would be terrible. I would, I I would, it would be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still in Detroit.
1: Definitely still in Detroit. (laughs) Yeah, definitely still in Detroit. Probably being a mechanic. (laughs) Yeah, I'll probably be a mechanic. Yeah, because I wanted to be a mechanic. But my mom wasn't having that. She didn't want me to be a mechanic.
0: Why there's good money in being a mechanic?
1: I know. That's what I thought. It was like back then it was like thirty five dollars an hour. I'm like, oh, that's good money back then in the nineties. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh, you make 35 dollars an hour. Oh, that's great. But Sign me left. up. Hell yeah. yeah. Sign me up. Well, she wanted me to go to
0: college, so. she have just gone to automotive school.
1: Yeah, I was. I was. I was. I was in a program, and. I was learning auto service and everything and she found out and she's like, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> so she made me get out and go into computer aided design. That's how I got into engineering. <laughs> fucking
0: playing around with AutoCAD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is funny. Cause like my family was the opposite. Like my grandparents were like, Oh, we'll pay for you to go to school. If it's trade school, They're like, There's always money in the trade. (laughs) But I also come from like four generations of like working in heating and air conditioning. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So they're just like, no, no, no. We don't care if you get into the family business, but you you need to go to trade school. Right. No, I'm cool with that. (laughs) I I don't want to be playing around with other people's shit. (laughs) Except occasionally cleaning it up on set. But that's a different story. (laughs) That's a different story. But it's wild to like, the weird like fam- familial expectations of like, oh no, no, this is what you have to do with your life. All right. Isn't it my life? Yeah,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know. You nah, know it is. It's crazy. I told my mom, I'm like, hey mom, I'm on um I was on a show on HBO Max. It came out on the seventh. She's like, Oh, for real? Why you didn't tell me? I said, Well, I, I kind of forgot that it was coming out too. And she's like, "Well, I, now it's over. Now I can't watch." I said, "Mom, well, today you can like, stream shows, so you can watch it anytime you want to." I like, do you have Max on your TV? She's like, "No, I don't have Max." And then I said, "Okay, well, it's okay. I have a, a subscription, so you can just log in under my username on your computer." She's like, "Okay, well, that sounds like a lot. So uh, let me think about it." <laughs> I'm like, okay, like. For me, if I, if one of my sons, if I had a son and they told me that I was on, that they were on like TV, like Max, HBO, yeah. I would be happy and excited, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. My parents are a little, little different. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. I mean, I feel like that whole generation. Like, yeah.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> and part of what, you know, I'm a little afraid of getting older. Is like, is that eventually going to be us?
1: Yeah. Right. Like,
0: there was a point where they were young and cool, right? There was yeah. a point.
1: Yeah, like,
0: I know my old man. Like, I didn't get along with him, but like, told stories. That, like in like the sixties or seventies, he used to be like a door to door salesman selling Cutco knives, and occasionally <laughs> would trade sex for knives.
1: Oh shit! That sounds awesome. <laughs> it's
0: just like, oh, you weren't always lame. That sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> Maybe a little problematic under current light, but. <laughs> But, you know, it's a different time.
1: Right, right.
0: You can't examine, you know, back in the day under today's mm-hmm. world. Like, yeah. look at art, anything. Like, uh, I don't know if you're into, like, older movies at all. But, like, you look at, like, The French Connection, which is, you know, supposedly one of the best movies. Well, it is one of the best movies ever made. But Gene Hackman's playing a New York cop in it. And he definitely utters the line, like, never trust an N-word with a knife. Like Yeah, yeah. That line of dialogue just could not be in a movie today. Like, (laughs) even if it was appropriate.
1: Right, right.
0: You could not have a white cop under that line. (laughs) Exactly. Especially in a movie that got Oscar nominations. (laughs) God
1: damn.
0: (laughs) But, like, it was as fucked up as it is appropriate for the time. Exactly.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, even, like, some of the comedy you know, if you think about like the comedy, like you know, like Birdie Mac, you know, back in the nineties, oh yeah, that shit is not appropriate today, but it's so good. Yeah, I still laugh at everything. You know, you know, we we've definitely, um, I don't know if we became more sensitive, but we've had to adapt and 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 I don't know, maybe a grow or a progress or whatever adjective you want to use, we've had to change.
0: Well, I over I think time. I think it's a yeah an evolution yes exactly it's with that evolution people can't they just can't go back and be like that was wrong like yeah. you say that's wrong but you can't like hold it under like the light of today's like standards
1: right 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 because because back then it was normal
0: yeah you know like, you know movies in the 30s you know just slap it around your wife or like the mistress, yeah. like yeah that, that, that's what happened you know grandma probably took a hand or two in her life for sure yeah. You know, <laughs> hell, what year did like most states outlaw like actual like spousal abuse? Yeah, like that shit was. I'm pretty sure it was legal to hit your wife for yeah, yeah. sometime into the mid 1900s. <laughs> had to be. <laughs> like I'm actually about to Google. Like, right, I,
1: it had to be. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't even know the laws today. Like, is is it? Can you still hit kids today?
0: Probably not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're probably smart enough to like call DCFS on you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I definitely used to threaten my mom.
0: Wife beating was made illegal in all states in the United States by nineteen twenty. So like Yeah. You know, my grandparents were born in the early twenties. They're not they're not with us anymore, but like they're born in the early twenties. So like my great grandparents legitimately Yeah could have been fighting perfectly yeah. illegal. Oh yeah. Hmm, yeah. It's only like three people back.
1: Right, 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 right. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: And then modern attention to domestic violence began in the mo- women's movement in the 70s. Mm. So, like, it was probably still a very gray area between 1920 and
1: nineteen seventy. Oh, for sure, for sure.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I definitely. Mean, the shit was never right, don't get me wrong. Right, right. You, you shouldn't be solving shit with violence. <laughs> but to, you know, look at art from that time that captured that moment in history to be like, oh, that that should have never been committed to film. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, but no, this was the reality of life at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people relate to it. <laughs> I'm sure they did because they wouldn't have been making it. You know?
0: Right. People aren't here to, like, just, you know, tell fantastical stories that, like, yeah. people don't have any connection to. Right. For sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just a weird part about, like, art and evolution and just, like, you look at... Even stuff in the last twenty years, like the, look at the difference between like comedies and shit like that from like the early two thousands to now.
1: Yeah, now you definitely gotta be mindful of what you say today. Yeah, when, you get which, canceled so quick,
0: which is it bothers me. It Hell really yeah. does because a lot of shit people internalize because they're the player character in their game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when something says that doesn't jive with them oh, obviously that was intended to offend me. Right, right. Yeah. And there's definitely shit that people should be taken out of the public life. Like, if you're out here being Harvey Weinstein, yeah, you should not not be out in the world. Nah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You need to be confined somewhere. Right,
0: but if you're canceling people for jokes. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't care for like Matt Reif's opening bit from his special. Okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't particularly think it was funny.
1: Yeah, I didn't think the whole special was funny.
0: I didn't even get that far. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I yeah, I didn't finish it.
0: Yeah. But do I think the man should be cancelled for it? Nah. No. Vote with your fucking wallets. Don't support his special. Yeah. Don't go see him in, don't go see him perform. I thought he was funny
1: as hell at A V N
0: though. Uh, I didn't go to the award show.
1: <laughs> I thought I thought I that's why I watched the special because I saw him at A V N he was like one of the hosts or whatever. I thought, oh yeah, it dude it was funny as hell. And I usually don't find a lot of like white comics funny. Um, yeah, I, I, like that's, I don't understand the humor most of the time. So, but I thought he was funny. Um, but then, like, the, 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 his show on Netflix, I was like, all right, come on, come on, where is it at? And it never got there for me. So, yeah. So I didn't think it was that
0: funny. And that is absolutely your right, too. And that's all of our rights to be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't appreciate this art. Just because you don't care for something doesn't necessarily make it invalid. Exactly. And that's what I feel modern America and most people are fucking missing. Like, yeah, man. It's, it shouldn't be like, oh, shit, I don't like ketchup. No one could have ketchup. Right,
1: right. Yeah.
0: Like, Just don't have ketchup then. How is that such a difficult concept to grasp for so many fucking people?
1: Well, I have this theory, and 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 I think this kind of solves it or sums it up. I feel like seventy percent of the population are or is is dumb, and thirty percent isn't dumb, and I think that's what it comes down to. Most people are dumb.
0: Oh yeah, well-
1: and ignorant.
0: Well, and like I like to point out to people all the time, I'm like if you feel you're of average intelligence, that means there's fifty percent below you. Yeah, and that's if you that's just feel lot. you're average. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, anytime I look at like um, social media and like recon I'm like, you you can't be, you can't have like an uh, average intellect to even like conceptualize what you just type. Like it's yeah, it's it's mind-boggling on the sh- shit I read or see. It's it's, it's kind of you know disheartening because like where the fuck are we going?
0: No, we're good. Yeah,
1: like yeah, like we got people who are you know do things for clout. Not for influence, not for like real true
0: influence, you know, for something good. No, they want the dopamine hit of the clicks. They're like, yeah, yeah, the number went up. The number went up. Fuck yeah, I'm I'm cool. The number went up. Not to say I don't fall into that sometimes.
1: <laughs> but yeah, but to make it your 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 purpose or your motivation is, it's pretty pretty rough out
0: here. It is. It is. I'm just the comment section is a rough place. I, I was encouraged by someone last night to start giving this disclaimer to guests like very ugly comments may come to some of oh, the clips yeah. from this show.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Just.
1: Yeah. And I've learned to don't even read the comments.
0: Oh, I engage with them. Yeah. <laughs> Cause my opinion on all of this is mm-hmm. if I would not take your advice, I won't take your criticism. Mm-hmm. You literally your opinion. I don't know you. I don't know your expertise. I don't know your yeah. background. Your, liter- your opinion literally doesn't matter to me. Right, right. Like, I often get into it with trolls in my comment section, and then after like, a bit of back and forth, like, by the way, thanks for the engagement.
1: Yeah, 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 Like, yeah.
0: I am literally only engaging with you to improve my engagement metrics. Oh, shit. It's uh, like, I'm never going to go to your content <laughs> and talk shit about how bad it is. Right, right. Because I don't care enough. If this was someone else's post, I wouldn't even engage with you. Because it's mine mm-hmm. and YouTube and Instagram looks for comment engagement. Oh, wow. I respond to shit.
1: I might start doing that, too. Instead of blocking them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't care. I, why would I value this person's opinion? L- literally, I had someone on YouTube a couple days ago just respond that in one of my episodes was oh, lame, clown emojis, stuff like that. I was just like, I made a very sarcastic remark. I'm like, oh, shit. This dude said, "My stuff's lame. Time to pack it up, guys. Canceling the channel. <laughs> All done." And boy, he got big mad. <laughs> he got big mad and just started talking a bunch of shit. I'm just like, mm-hmm. "Keep mm-hmm. talking, <laughs> keep talking, man. I appreciate you." And this guy has a channel, has a YouTube channel. I go look at his stuff. To say that you know he had uh, one of the most inaccurate depictions of the TMN Square riots I've ever seen. Wow. He's like. My badass of the week is the tank man from TMN Square. And then he's like, yo, they were probably having a, some communist rally, and this guy stood up I'm like Dude, this is all very Googleable, Very, very like. Why would I be offended? <laughs> right, right. Who's by someone who is so stupid that they would confidently post that on YouTube? Why would anyone be offended? Like I'm almost proud that you you don't like my content. Right, yeah. I'm, so, to any content creator, take everything these idiots say with a grain of salt because what happy, successful person is going to someone else's content to try to tear them down? Mm hmm, mm hmm. Are you out here going on like other people's pH? <laughs> you'd be like, your dick looks weird to you. <laughs> no, you got your own life and your own exactly. content and you're ha- happy enjoying your life. Yeah. You're not going to spend the fucking time to try to tear someone else down. (laughs) Not at all. Right. So why why are you going to let that idiot fucking win? Mm. Why should anyone Hmm. let those fucking idiots win? Right. (laughs) Don't do it. But engage with them to help your own metrics.
1: For real. I I need to
0: start doing that. I need to start doing that. (laughs) I usually block them. At least in my own personal experience, like it was a muscle I had to develop. Cause initially, like when I first started making content, I just wanted to fight people to fight people. Right. Like, oh, you're gonna come for me? I'll come for you worse. I could be a lot meaner than you are. Yeah. I'm an internet kid from the nineties. Like I could come rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I you know took a step back and like, why am I getting emotionally invested in right. this sure. shouldn't bother anybody, but it takes time to develop like to not get emotionally invested when someone's just like, fuck you, mm-hmm. what you've put time and energy into sucks. What you have spent your life working on, it sucks. Yeah. It's horrible. It's bad. Right, right. And I feel strongly enough about this that I'm going to say it on a public forum. Internet culture's wild.
1: It is, man. It is. shit.
0: If they see you in, in person,
1: that energy wouldn't be the same.
0: Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> No one's gonna. No one's gonna say that shit. In
1: mm-hmm.
0: Hell, and I hear stories from other people, like some of their biggest trolls, like in person, are like, "Oh, I was just really saying that to get attention. Like, I love your work. Like, and that's the the weird double edged sword is like, especially with a lot of creators, the compliments and shit like that get ignored. People don't respond to like mm-hmm. someone at mention, mentions you and like, oh, I love this scene. And it's like, well, I'm sure internally you're like, that's awesome, but they don't spend the time to people don't spend the time to respond to that, right? And acknowledge that, but you're like. Oh, your dick's weird. (laughs) All of a sudden, it's a quote to it, And like, (laughs) I can't believe this motherfucker. And they're like, they paid attention to me. Mm -hmm. Because to some of these people, what's going on with us is the most important thing they got going on in their life. It's the most entertaining thing. That's facts.
1: (laughs) That's my life right there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you're going to let someone who the best thing they got going on is... Hearing about your what you're curating to the world, like none of it is truly real that you put on social media. It's what you choose to fucking put there. I'm sure you're not out here like, oh, I just had a fight with my girlfriend. Like that's going to be on social media, right? Like I got passed up for that promotion in my day job on social media. No, yeah. So they don't even really know you. No, Mm-mm. they know the curated version. Exactly. It's fucking.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's that's my real life. That's what happens, like, you know. Oh, um, did you see your boyfriend is... Did you know your boyfriend's a porn star? (laughs) Did you know he was on a show, like, with that Lena girl? Like, yeah. Yeah, he was coming to my girlfriend at work meeting, at a work uh, Christmas party and stuff. Uh... I don't know if you know, but I saw that your boyfriend, um, he was on the show, like like we don't
0: live together. <laughs> well, and the thing about it is like, if she didn't know, she very justifiably should break <laughs> up with you immediately. Yeah, exactly. Because like, that's lying. Right? <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> that's the problem. You'd be betraying her trust at that point. And it, Facts. 100% justifiably, she should be out immediately. Exactly. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> out the fucking door. Break the lease. <laughs> yes, get the fuck out. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and, yep.
0: And I don't get people like when their trust gets violated like that, mm-hmm. that do stick around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, why? And right. look, if you don't have property or children with someone, yeah, go on. Get out. <laughs> the minute trust is broken, just get mm-hmm. out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's going to be a pattern. Yeah.
0: Like as you know, I was talking about before we got married, Like I worked as a PI for a while, mm-hmm. and like I've had friends be like, "Yo, I think my girl's cheating on me. Can you go do surveillance on her?" I'm like, "No." Like, what do you mean no? I'm like, "You don't have children or property with this woman. Yeah. Just be out. If you think she's cheating on you, yeah, she... it doesn't matter what I find. Yeah, she probably... you're already in your feelings about yeah. it. Just get out. Yeah, I'm not gonna take your money. Just get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like." I don't understand why that concept's so hard for people. Yeah. You ever had any relationships where you were just like, you know what? Time to go. All of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm not married. <laughs> All of them, you know. It's like, I guess as an adult, most of my relationships came to an end because I felt like the direction I was going to in life or the direction I wanted to go into life they weren't trying to go um, with me in that journey. And I felt that, that they were baggage. They were slowing me down from getting to, you know, where I was trying to get to. So most of the times when I break up uh, with a with a young lady, it's because I feel that they're not adding to what I got going on and they're going to hold me back. So that's typically why I end things with anyone is because I feel like, because they're there always like good girls and, compatible as far as interests and, and things of that nature. But I look at things as, okay, these are my goals and my goals are a priority. They, my goals mean the most to me than anything else. So are you going to s- slow me down or stop me from getting to my goals? Or are you going to support and help me get to my goals? And that's usually the determining factor and whether I decide to
0: stay or, or cut them loose makes perfect sense to me. Now, do you ever look back and like some of those goals may not have worked out because not everyone achieves like every goal that they have. Have you ever looked back and be like, man, I didn't actually achieve that goal. I left her over. I may have fucked up here. No. <laughs> not once. <All> right. <laughs> not once. I, I,
1: yeah, I look at all my ex-girlfriends and they're, they got kids. They're, they're married. They got that white picket fits that they wanted. The same white picket fits that I did not want. And they have everything they wanted. And I, I've been living the life that I've wanted. So it worked out like I thought it would. But I can't think of one girl that I was in a serious relationship with where I say, you know what? I I wish we can do a, a redo or a second chance or, you know, well, she only has one kid right now. I could be a stepfather, you know, if, if, if her current situation doesn't work out. No, I don't, I don't say that. I'm like, well, mm, I was right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fair enough i was
1: right yeah it yeah it hasn't happened um yeah it hasn't
0: in my life there's been like one where i look back on like oh my life would have taken a wildly different course if i'd stuck yeah. around and it's like i guess it's just a moment of self-inflection where it's just like oh is am, is would that would that have been a better life i mean i'm here now i like what i'm doing but it's like would that have been i think it's just a case of like The grass is always greener on the other side Mm -hmm. yeah where it's just like i don't know as a content creator there's always times where it's just like oh yeah am i making the right choices because right 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 we're all fucking you know there's a blueprint but there's not like you know a fucking hard and fast path in any of this yeah for sure so it's just like oh that would have been like still working in a corporate job the stability you were talking about earlier yeah like oh yeah Like, that chick would have been, oh, yeah, part of, like, the stable, like, Midwestern value plan. Definitely. And it's just also 10-plus years removed from it. Like, Mm -hmm. that might have been okay. And no, like, if I'm honest with myself 10 years ago, like, no, no. There's a reason I was miserable, and I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of Chicago.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's it's no in hell that I could be with any of my exes and do porn. It's no in hell. I would not have... I would not became John Legendary if I was married to one of those girls. There's no way in hell it would have happened. I mean, I would not have even been able to really find myself and understand myself. I mean, even in like the k- the kink community or the lifestyle community, I would not have been able to do any of that type of stuff. Because cause the shit I was trying to do with them back then, I couldn't even do, you mm-hmm. know? It was like so conservative and, you know, it's like, shit, can I get a threesome maybe? <laughs> I can't even get that, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the most I can get is head while I'm driving,
0: you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's never a bad thing, but it's also like <laughs> right. this isn't all that exciting.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, I got head. I got head while I was we was in an airplane. I think that was maybe the the pinnacle of our relationship. But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't having threesomes, and having threesomes are so much better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this relationship, yeah, threesomes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I
1: I I love
0: threesomes. I mean, I'm assuming your current partner's down with that.
1: Yeah, she is. She she's she's down with it. But you know, when it's it's you know it's. Threesomes are so challenging though when you're not doing it with porn stars. But the porn stars, threesomes are so seamless and easy. I mean, because you don't have to care. You don't have to care about what well, am I giving her enough dick? Is she getting too much dick? It's like you just fuck. You just do what feels natural. But when you have a partner, I mean, I'm in my head. I have to think more. Like, okay, well, you know, she really doesn't like girls as much. So she wants dick. So I need to make sure I'm giving her enough dick. Can't give the girl too much dick. But, you know, I, you know, I, oh, I, you know, am I eating this? Am I eating her pussy too long? All right. Maybe I need to switch back. You know, it's, 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 it's it's like you got to make sure that your lady is, um, made a priority the number one priority in this whole thing and so it's definitely um something i have to be mindful of you know pay oh, oh, hey, yeah. close attention to
0: as the old saying goes come in the one you love yes 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 <laughs> like, that's the first rule of threesomes yeah. with a partner
1: <laughs> yeah 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 and, and you gotta have boundaries and i'm a you know, sometimes I'm a boundary crosser. You know, I, I'm a lover. I like to cuddle, and you know, sometimes the boundaries, okay, don't cuddle. <laughs>
0: right? Like, the-
1: but he's right here. <laughs>
0: it's like, the sex is fine. When it feels like intimacy, that's yeah, a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm tired. I just, you know.
0: She had big titties. I like, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. You know, it's chilly outside. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, but so I mean, it's it's just a lot more thought that goes into it when you have a threesome with your partner, as opposed to like two random girls or two porn stars or or two friends. You know, it's just a lot more thought as as a guy you have to be mindful of, and it's um, uh, you know, sometimes it can take away from it.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, nobody wants to be too much in their head. No, yeah, yeah. yeah when you get it on, like that's just. The downfall of everything is being. It's supposed to feel natural. Yeah. No. Like, if you're too much ahead, shit gets robotic. And shit. Right. Right. It's like okay, I give her five pumps, three pumps here. Yeah. Yeah, pumps yeah, here. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Okay, Do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it's uh, yeah. I I I know that you really have to understand what everyone wants. Outside of like a, like a, a work situation or a porn star situation, you gotta know what each person wants. If 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 I'm having a threesome, if I got two girls that's down to have a threesome, I gotta make sure they're both into each other like a lot, because because then I just become a cherry on top, right? You know, or I could just come in, do my little thing, and then step away. So if they're into it each other like that, great. Then that's great. But if if both of them are not into each other that much, but they're both into me, then it gets a little bit more problematic, you know? So I love it when they're more into each other than they are to me. Yeah, because. I don't but, want to be the focus.
0: Right. You don't want to be the, the piece of meat the dogs are <laughs> fighting over.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because then I'm going to hear it on the whole way home. <laughs>
0: In in like the threesome situations in real life, you ever had like a sit down like consent talk like you like you would on set these days? Like you ever like okay,
1: so what are the rules here? What are you guys cool with? In in personal sex though, uh, hell no, mm-mm, mm mm no. It's just if I'm with my lady, and let's say um, it's just a random girl, then of course I'm wearing like a condom, right? You know what I'm saying. But if it's like if, let's say if it's someone in the industry that's like, okay, oh, we all test it. All right, everybody tested it. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Then it, it, it's, it's a lot easier. But I think you just gotta, we, we may have a, like a pre-talk, you know, pre-conversation on the way there or whatever before someone comes over. It, if they're like in the industry or not in the industry, it's like, okay, well, uh, oh, you don't have no condoms? I got some here oh i thought you was about to put it in without no comment what you doing you upset know like that type of stuff so yeah. i know not to you know yeah it's, it's all about having that trust
0: oh yeah I mean, yeah even when you know when you're having one that's in. you, you got to have some sort of trust like some,
1: yeah because <laughs> um
0: you know in theory you know you're gonna be in someone's house in most cases and like you know alone with this person like there's got to be some sort of trust yeah
1: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's also been moments where, like, we've all thought with our dick and probably (laughs) put ourselves in some risky situations. (laughs) Like, oh, that might not have been the smartest person to fuck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, um, being in porn, I I don't even have sex with women that's not in porn. You know what I'm saying? Outside of my girl, like, but before I was very promiscuous.
0: You don't say. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Definitely not on record about
1: that. (laughs) So, yeah, I used to, yeah. So, yeah, I made a lot of dumb decisions.
0: (laughs) Well, I think, yeah, most people have.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Even smart people make fucking dumb decisions.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Because sometimes it's just like, you know, you do it for the story.
1: Yeah. 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 And they release. (laughs)
0: i i've definitely had orgasms for both reasons it's like this is probably not where i want to be but well i'd like to get off and this was very little effort yeah yeah
1: she's here i'm here
0: we're both here she's throwing it at me yeah okay
1: she's she's okay with the three minutes you know
0: right (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely been times where it's like second I pop like, oh that was a mistake. <laughs> that was a mistake. Yeah. I could have kept that one. I could have did that one myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just the the consequences after the fact were just like, oh, that was you know, fuck the girl I was seeing's roommate at one point, and it's just like at, at that girl's birthday party. Oh yeah. It's like this is probably a mistake. <laughs> But the partake girl's like, the, you know, we had an open thing. So she's like, oh, I'm going to you know, try to get, get it in with someone else tonight. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not mad at that. And I was just going to, like, go off to bed. And her roommate's like, want some company? I'm like, sure. Hell yeah. And then, yeah, that caused drama. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, that organism was not worth the drama. <laughs> or shit. there's someone else I was hooking up with for half a minute. And, like, she's friends with another, like, friend of mine. And she's the girl I was fucking like really not happy with me. So like, I can't see my friend now if like that girl's around. Oh, damn. It's like, I would have kept it in my pants. Right. For sure. Like it was fun and all girl, but not worth that. Not at all. Not not worth having to have drama every time I want to hang out with somebody. Hell yeah. But I feel like every dude's had, you know, some sort of situation where that was just like. Oh yeah. I've had many of those. Tell the class.
1: It's not worth it. (laughs) Mm
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, but I don't think you could tell a young dude that. Nah. They got to
1: f- find out for themselves. You know, they think they're smarter than everybody else.
0: I know. When I was 18, I thought I had the world by the balls, and oh, I knew yeah. everything.
1: I know I did. <laughs> 20 years later. Yep.
0: <laughs> 20 years later, and the one constant truth, I was like, every time I look back, it's like, man, I really didn't know shit there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know shit either. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, in hell! Even in my thirties, I didn't know shit. Yeah, you know, I think I was yeah, like thirty when I got into the industry, and like in retrospect, I said some shit that was really fucking cringy, (laughs) (laughs) like not inappropriate, just like right, you know, talking about the business side of things. Where like I was definitely faking it till I made it there. Right, that that was kind of like I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah, Mm.
1: I read I read like old text messages that I sent people or. Oh, like Facebook DMs, and I'm like, oh, that's so fucking
0: cringy. <laughs>
1: like, like, ten, like ten, fifteen years ago, I'm like, oh my gosh, what was I
0: thinking? Oh yeah, now, my time hop from Twitter. Like, <laughs> part of me is like, I should just go through and like delete every tweet from before 2012. <laughs> like, there's so much cringe in there. Yeah, so much cringe, because I was not doing a great job of curating my social media at that point. <laughs> just a lot of getting drunk and just whatever yeah. fucking came yeah. to my out to the world.
1: Yeah, that's how I was with Facebook. Like, who cares what I'm eating right now? Right. All these hot wings at Hooters are amazing. The girls look nice, too. <laughs> like, And then Facebook gives you um, reminders of these memories <laughs> from 15 years ago. I'm like, oh, my gosh, dude, you're lame as fuck. <laughs> but right. I thought I
0: was so cool back then. Oh, shit. I used to bitch about coworkers. In social media, <laughs> yeah. like Because people weren't, know. Yeah. <laughs> The older people I work with, they weren't on social media. They were never going to fucking see it. Right. It's like, this dude is a fucking moron. <laughs> it's just like, who is this for? Besides yeah. like, yeah. This basically me 140 character journaling. Yeah, who the what Who the fuck is this for? Honestly. That's what it was. Honestly. What they should be doing for the kids staying in high school is they should be having a social media class for fucking kids. Yeah. Fuck, teach them how to balance a the checkbook. They, they're never going to learn. Yeah. <laughs> Teach them, like, how to responsibly use social media. Yeah. Can like, you imagine, like, us in, like, high school era having access to social media, having mm-hmm. camera phones? Yeah. I would have been canceled probably, like, a hundred times over. Yeah. Did some very ignorant shit <laughs> in the 90s. Yeah, there was definitely, like, running from the police on some shit. Mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. was like, oh, that would have been on film. That right. definitely would have been on the phone. Someone would have been tweeting about it. Anecdotes of the time of just a... Dude, I know, like, was quoted saying, like, oh, I just smoke crack for the flavor. Like, oh, there 100% would have been, like, someone filming <laughs> him smoking a crack rock right. and saying that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: so like, they really should educate kids on, like,
1: I, I like that idea, though. <laughs> I do like that idea. Yeah. A revamped sexual ed class. Yeah. <laughs> a real one,
0: like. Yeah, not that this is going to kill you. <laughs>
1: And then, yeah, like uh, social media. Yeah, I think that would be good curriculum.
0: Yeah, like, hey, you don't need to comment on everyone's shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, your comment's probably not of any real value. <laughs> yeah. And you pro- hopefully will look back at it at some point and be like, I said what? That was cringy as shit. Yeah. Like, why? Future educators, like educators of America, help our future out a, a good way teach them how to do social media properly yeah yeah i I said so much cringy shit 14 15 years ago god damn oh nothing's more fun than like i got called out on something cringy i fucking said like five six years after the fact like i didn't even know like this girl saw it like i was at a bar i went to all the time and i tweeted something like bartender's hot as shit but she is a horrible bartender and her and i were at a party years later she's like i know you you said some mean shit about me. I like no way. Like ooh, <laughs> oh. I mean, you did say she was hot. <laughs> yeah, very conventionally attractive, and also just really bad. She is was a bad bartender. Thankfully, she's not a bartender anymore. But like, I ordered the same thing every time I went in there, multiple times a night, and would get you know, go up for a, you know another round and be like, "What were you drinking?" It's like, I'm in here multiple times a week. I always drink the same thing. I tip. The fuck
1: <laughs>
0: yeah but <laughs> cringy thing to say <laughs> Cringe fucking thing to say so remember people your social media does not exist in a vacuum people <laughs> do fucking see it what's some of the cringiest thing shit you think you've ever put on social media besides the wings
1: yeah um i mean i used to do like just like, it was stuff like that, but it was, like, every day. But I didn't know I said all that shit until this year. <laughs> because it's, like, reminding me, like, oh, memories from 14 years ago on Facebook. I'm like, that sounds corny as fuck. You know, that's lame as fuck. Like, every day, some new shit. So I was like, I must have been saying stuff on Facebook every day. Like, like I was using it, like, Twitter, Okay, because I wasn't using Twitter back then, and I would just say whatever's on my mind, and it was it was all terrible. Like fourteen years ago, whatever year that was, I was saying all terrible shit. <laughs> like I'm not proud of that man. <laughs> 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 that man grew into the man you are today. Yeah, yeah, and I don't say shit on Facebook now. I mean, I I post a pic, I post pictures and shit like that. You know, of like, I mean, cause it's it's more so for like my family to see, yo, know, you know, keep tabs on me, see what I'm doing, or or shit like that, see what I look like now, cause you know, people grow older and you,
0: you know, you can look worse or good or hey, I'm still alive. I definitely look worse. <laughs> I've seen those pictures. I definitely look
1: worse. <laughs> so I let them know I'm still alive. <laughs> I don't need any care packages. Um, from no. from Detroit. <laughs> oh,
0: you don't want to no know Detroit style pizza?
1: I, I, I do. I have a spot out here that I, I get it from uh, Detroit, Detroit pizza depot. It's pretty good. I love Detroit pizza.
0: A lot of people don't even realize it's a thing.
1: Oh, yeah, It's, it's really good pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I, I like pizza.
1: I've had some Chicago deep dishes in my life. Where from? uh Giornado's, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: they got two of them in vegas now really mm-hmm. oh shit you had to wait what 30 minutes for yeah, 40, like, 45 minutes yeah. i legitimately had chicago style deep dish tonight no way yeah. oh wow there's a spot in echo park that does legit deep dish
1: in echo park mm. oh okay. wow
0: massive echo park 1800 sunset oh shit legit deep dish that's
1: what's up shit
0: I was just, like, kind of craving it. I have probably eaten more deep dish living on the West Coast than I ever did in Chicago. Really? Because it's just, like, one of those things, like, yeah, I can go for that. Yeah. You know, as much as deep dish is, like, the known Chicago style, like, normally you actually get, like, the square cut thin, like, kind of, it's similar to, like, a St. Louis style.
1: Okay. That is, like, oh, okay. true Chicago I, style. Like,
0: real thin, square yeah. cut. Like, Emo's. Yeah. You,
1: you've had Emo's pizza? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I had a bunch of friends that went to school down in Carbondale, so, like...
1: Okay, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: So, ended up across the river a handful of times.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh that was a fun time living there.
0: St. Louis is definitely an interesting place. Yeah,
1: I, I lived there about six years. I enjoy living there. Met a lot of people, a lot of friends. Small city. It's big and small at the same time.
0: Yeah, because it, it, its population isn't even a million, right? No, I doubt it, yeah. I
1: had a fun time there. I wouldn't move back. No. Now move back. Yeah, I I, I outgrew
0: St. Louis when I was 27. I feel this about most Midwestern cities. Like, there's a lot of fun to be had because there's a lot of people with very little ambition who want to get fucked up and, like, ignore that they don't have a lot of ambition out of life. Yeah. So it leads to some real wild times. But, like, when you're like, am I going to live on a bar stool? Or just get fucked up every weekend and go to a job that I don't really care about. Right. Is this going to be my life? Yeah. That's when you start to outgrow like the Midwestern city. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I was on the bar stool at like the same bars four or five nights a week. It's just like, yeah, I probably would have drank myself to death if I'd gone the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. yeah. As much as I got a lot of love for Chicago, there's a lot of my friends at the same bars and restaurants since I, I've been gone over a decade. Oh, wow. And they're still, like, just working the same spots. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they've popped out some kids. They've mm-hmm. you know, no real ambition to, like, truly do something else with their life because they're comfortable.
1: I know what you mean. I know what you mean because, yeah, I have, um... Yeah, I have, um... In Detroit, I don't even have any friends there. Yeah. I don't know anyone.
0: They all got out?
1: Or still there, and I just, you know... We have a like a, a change in lifestyle or or a change of interest I just don't have the same interests
0: well and that's the other problem with social media is like you can't organically grow apart like people would back in the day mm-hmm like people did you know, still look at your Facebook and like I don't know about you but I've definitely had like people that I consider close friends become haters
1: yeah do
0: you ever experience any of that shit?
1: I don't I I don't know if there are I have a lot of people from the past, but I don't know if they're a hater or like they're happy for me. I can't really tell. Cause I don't talk to them that often and I don't know what they're saying, but I would imagine that it would be 50, 50
0: at least. Well, and like with some of these people, like I didn't expect it It would just be like all of a sudden there'd just be an increase of like shitty comments on uh, like a Facebook post about something that like I'm doing professionally. It's like, the fuck, man. Right. What's your fucking beef? Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, this has nothing to do with me. Hmm. This has to do with where you're at in life, and yeah. Like, oh shit, we were peers. We worked at the same job together, and I'm out here doing something that you probably would want to be doing, right? But you're not. I can see that. And I'm like, I don't think I'm anything special. Like I just decided that I wanted to do this. Right. Right. And I got lucky i fell in with some of the right people Mm -hmm. i made some of the right choices i met more of the right people and like but i don't think it's like oh my god i'm matt slayer i'm god's gift to the fucking world right right that's how i got to living in hollywood and yeah (laughs) if you approach this like a fucking business anyone could work here facts like as especially in like the current creator environment hell yeah as long as you treat this like a business you got to people will respect you and allow you to thrive here yes i mean
1: this is probably
0: one of the like i said this is like one of
1: one of the few places you can do that is and and i don't know what it is it's the 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 energy or it's and it's the amount of people with a similar mindset or the similar ambition um of wanting to thrive and wanting to be something more than what they are. um, I I think it has a lot to do with that, you know, because it's it's no way in hell. I've done a lot. I I think I've lived like the life of like five or six people in one life, but four of those lives, like, like birth in LA, you know, like I wouldn't have done it. Unless I had an influence of being in LA. I mean, LA gets a lot of you know a, a bad rap sometimes, but one thing it it does, it does allow you to be a dreamer. Yeah. And give you the opportunities to actually dream and 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 get those dreams, like live those dreams. Like I don't know any other place that you can think of something today and put in some work, grind for a year or two and then be living that dream
0: yeah and you may have to grind longer
1: yeah hell yeah
0: like i've been doing the show for almost eight years it does not pay my bills
1: yeah for sure
0: it doesn't mean i'm gonna stop doing it right i you know i deal with i struggle with the like oh hey the upward mobility is not exactly where i would want it to be but it's still growing it still grows mm-hmm. and it's like no no you gotta understand like this shit's a marathon
1: Hell yeah.
0: You look at people like Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington like didn't get famous till like he was in his mid to late thirties. Right. He was working at a fucking garbage man.
1: Yep.
0: Harrison Ford was a carpenter before he ended up on Star Wars and a weed dealer, but <laughs> But still yeah. like that shit came. I mean, the talent had to be there too, but right. it's still like it happens. And Longer you're here, more and more you're just around more people that it actually works for. And I don't know, it's just inspiring to be around people that are chasing it. Even if they're delusional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because legitimately I've met people that are delusional. And if you have an ounce of self awareness, there's definitely gotta be moments where you look like, Am I one of the delusional ones? Yeah. But yeah, you you push through that and you just keep fucking doing it. Hell yeah. But in the Midwest, that's just <laughs> Doesn't fucking happen. Nah. Yeah, I'm. I'm
1: I, I, I've thought about spending like a month or two in, in in back home in Detroit, and I'm just curious on what that would be like. Like, I, I would go there just to get like maybe refocused a little bit or or a high higher sense of focus, um, just because of energy. But uh, I am I am curious to know what people are doing or out out there where I grew up.
0: I've been back to Chicago since 2018 and last time I was there it was just like, yeah, this was lightning in a bottle like when I was here. This is not, you can't recreate it. Yeah, yeah. It's just not possible. Right, right. You can't do it. You can never go home.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: And I haven't been back since. Like People are like, oh, when are you going to come visit? I'm like, you should come to LA. (laughs) You should just come to LA. Yeah. Or if it's a good friend, like, we should take a trip somewhere else together. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because the problem is with going home is people still have their lives and, like, they can't drop everything to, like, hang and do that shit. And same if someone comes out to L.A. to visit. Like, I work. Like, I have shit to do. Like, I can't. I will spend time, like, grab a meal with you or some shit, but I can't be your fucking tour (laughs) guy. Right. Yeah. But if we want to do quality time, we should both be like, yo, let's go here. Yeah. Let's go on a vacation. Let's explore somewhere together. Make some new fucking memories. Hell yeah. Away from all the drama, away from all the bullshit. Besides like the conventions with your boys, like the right trips you want to take, like get away with some friends or some shit. Yeah. And where you want to go?
1: Shit. Um, I want to go to Australia.
0: Any particular city?
1: Gold Coast, Sydney, Melbourne. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go there. I gotta go there. My favorite place is London. Really, yeah, I love London, oh my gosh, I'm like the uh yeah, London's amazing
0: i i I've been I've had a good time. It wasn't different enough from the states for me,
1: okay, okay,
0: like there's definitely differences, but it's yeah. like this isn't like different enough, right, right, I mean, that's how I felt about Australia too, like I went to Sydney in twenty fourteen and like I had a good time, I had a stupid time, like if that had gone a little differently, I would have died in Australia <laughs> i the audience has definitely heard the story, but like, I, yeah. basically I got blackout drunk and like, oh, shit. like fell unconscious at some no dude's way. house, like that. I met at a bar, like we were having an after party. I'd been drinking all day, like blacked out there. God, yeah. I'm like, well, didn't lose an organ. It's cool. But you know, that could have really got, that could have been me robbed. Like, yeah. I was there by myself. Like oh, no way I could have been robbed, fucking stabbed. Who knows? Shit. It could be like, fuck this American. We're just going to leave him in the gutter. But all in all, like as much as I had a good time there, was like not different enough from the states. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I
1: base places off of um, how the women treat me, and in London they treat me great. Oh, I get that. <laughs> and in in Australia, I hear they will treat me great.
0: Oh, that they will. That was <laughs> that is one thing I will attest to. Like. I'm an average-looking dude. I'm not like yeah. a beautiful man by a stress imagination. But I had girls buying me shots. Yeah, just like, like, what are you doing here? Like, because <laughs> I I wasn't even hanging out like in like city center mm-hmm. Sydney. I was like, the, there's a suburb called Newtown, which is like supposed to be like the artist like part of town. So like, I was bar hopping out there, and like, okay. you know, just girls were like, "What are you doing here?" I'm just like checking out Australia, buying me shots and shit like that. One thing you have to worry about in Australia, though, is the legal drinking age is 18. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I was talking to some girl who was in there with a fake. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Because <laughs> so you figure, like, legal drinking age is 21 in the States, and girls are definitely getting in with fakes in the States. Right. If the legal drinking age is 18, yeah. <laughs> there's probably some minors who are just like, yeah, I got a fake. Yeah. Yeah, it was. In retrospect, I of like. I'm pretty sure that girl was not, (laughs) not of legal age. Her and her friends were talking about that she had school in the morning. And like, while I was drunk, I'm like, she has college, right? Right, right. College.
1: Gotta be college. Gotta be college.
0: (laughs) And then I realized like, oh yeah, legal drinking age is 18 here. Shit. Oh shit. I could have, yeah, that was. At least you are in Australia. (laughs) Unfortunately, I zigged where I should have acted and I didn't get to bang anyone in Australia. Because it is a goal to have sex on every continent.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. Me too. Yeah. How many do you got to go? I, I never counted. Um, There's
0: only seven of them.
1: <laughs> I would have to say, shit, I guess five. Yeah, because I've only been to Europe and the States. I've been in North, I guess, North America and the state, and Europe. Yeah. Have been to Asia and have been to Antarctica, Africa. I would say I've been women from who have origins from all the continents.
0: (laughs) You bring it up to you.
1: (laughs) I've banged them in the States. But they're not, you know, know, South America. Yeah, they
0: are. Colombian women are beautiful, so. Yeah,
1: they're scary, too.
0: Well, that's why you fucking go, not settle down with them.
1: Yeah, I I was in Colombia and I went on a date with this girl, she was Colombian or whatever. And, um, you know, we go out to dinner and, and she is so excited to go on to dinner with me. I didn't know why she was excited. I just, I guess, cause I'm American. She thinks I'm John Legend.
0: Oh no. Yeah.
1: So like, she's talking about how she prayed for this moment. I was in her dreams. Like, she just knew this would happen. This was fate that she would be on a date with John Legend, and and I thought she was just bullshitting, right? Until she started tearing up and crying at the at the dinner table. I'm like, oh, she for real?
0: Maybe she was just a big fan of your porn, and there's like, no, this is there-
1: before porn.
0: Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so I had to excuse myself from from laughing in this. This woman's face. So I went to the bathroom and I'm dying laughing in the bathroom. I compose myself. I go back out and she's really like passionate about this. She's crying. And I'm like, baby, would, would you like me to give you a personal private concert back at in my, my, my villa, my Airbnb villa? She's like, yes, please. And so we go back to my spot, you um, know. And I'm singing for her giving her a concert I can't sing at all <laughs> okay but I, I'm performing good you know I got all the theatrics and she's loving it loving it I mean you know we do our thing we you know get busy have some good sex and then she tells me that she's a witch I'm like, the fuck, What was a witch? She's a witch. She said, "Oh, but I'm a good witch." Okay, I'm like,
0: this girl
1: is crazy, you know. So now I'm like trying to kick her out, but I it's it's hard to kick her out. So well, yeah, she's a witch.
0: Yeah, can't and kick a witch. She was
1: trying to give me like a necklace to give to my mother as a gift. I'm like, this girl's crazy. Uh, yeah, but um, that's kind of how I got the name John Legend. <laughs>
0: Where did you meet this girl in the first place? I met her on a dating site.
1: <laughs> yeah, I met her on a dating site. Swiping right, huh? Yeah, exactly. You know, when I go to a different country or whatever, I'll put the location to that country.
0: I mean, I do that too. <laughs> I do that too. But I also like put in my notes like I'm visiting, I don't care if you want you know you want to go on a date or not. Tell me where to see in your city too.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and the thing about Colombia is I met, like, even I connected with a lot of girls, not connected, but, like, matched a lot of girls on, like, Tinder and stuff like that. Because I had, like, three dating sites going at the same time, right? But Tinder was, like, match, match, match. And then I learned that, oh, these are not girls looking for for a boyfriend and not like that. Tinder is, like, a part of their job. That's how they get leads, okay? Yep. <laughs> and uh, they thought, oh, how how much? whoop wo- de I'm like, oh, I gotta pay you to come hang out with me, yeah. And I'm then I start learning about like the the main one of the main professions in Colombia. You know, I was at Medellin, okay. Know, and so I'm like, oh, so they all selling, you know? Well,
0: it's legal too. Yeah,
1: I was like, this is different.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, I was in Bogota, and like it's like, oh, the median income's like two hundred US a month. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, if you can sell that shit and make. Well above the median income, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh wow, two hundred man. Yeah, I almost went to jail. Oh, what happened?
1: Yeah, so I had this young lady come over, you know, and um, and we was you know kicking it. I was excited. I was a lot younger, you know. I went to record it and stuff, <laughs> you know. I'm, a, I'm an asshole. I'm trying to record it. She like, no, no phone, no phone or whatever. And so then I still try to like. Have my iPad over there in the corner. You know, to get, to get some memories and stuff, right? And she grabbed it and went to my dresser to put it in there. But when she opened it up, all my money was right there. Cause I hid my money, but I didn't hit it well. I put it just in my in my dresser. She grabbed all my money and was like, This is her money. And then she's like yelling, and then her pimp come upstairs. Oh no! I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, get the, get, give me my money and get the fuck out. And now police done came. I'm like, oh hell no! I'm thinking the police are gonna be on my side. Oh no! Right?
0: Oh no! <laughs> I 100. Whenever I'm traveling, I like my thought process is like, the police are gonna side with the locals. Yeah. of the time. I was
1: like, what? So now the police trying to get broke off. They want some money too. I'm like, yo, I ain't got no more money. She got all my money. I said, I got to get the fuck out of Columbia. This is like, like eight o'clock at night. All right. My flights, not until eight o'clock the next morning. Oh, shit. I leave the fucking Airbnb. I said, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I go spend 10 hours at the airport. Because I said, I can't get in any more trouble at the airport. <laughs> I I got to get out of here. So, yeah, I, I I ain't been back since.
0: What year was this?
1: 2017. All right. Yeah, 2017 something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went for Thanksgiving. Yeah, cuz I was I was single and I didn't have any plans. And yeah, I went in 2017. Um it was a it was a spur of the moment trip. I booked it on when I booked it on Tuesday to leave Thursday. Oh shit. Yeah, cuz back then they had like uh kayak had like uh deals where it was like Cheap flight.
0: Yeah, they're trying to sell the lot. Yeah, receipts
1: and shit. Yes, yeah, so I got like uh, a ticket for like two fifty flight, and then I got the Airbnb for like 400 like four hundred dollars for the for two three days. So it was like a six hundred dollar trip to Colombia.
0: Right, and yep. you can eat down there so well for so little. Yeah, so I like bet,
1: but yeah, that was the worst trip of my life <laughs> ever.
0: That's a bummer. I mean, I understand why it was the worst trip of your life, but yeah, I've never been back. <laughs> Well at this point I'm not sure I'd I'd want to go back. Like they're, they're back to having some turmoil and mm. and it's also like it's a stupid thing. But Uber's completely been kicked out of the country. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Oh shit. Well I, Yeah. I didn't even have wait, did I yeah, I did try to do Uber when I was there. It was tough.
0: Well, like yeah. at least in because I was in Bogota in twenty eighteen. And Uber was readily available, Mm -hmm. but none of the cars were marked because it was semi-legal.
1: Right, right.
0: The Ministry of Technology said it was legal, but the Ministry of Transportation said it wasn't. And none of the cars were marked because apparently the cabbies would legitimately try to fist fight Uber drivers. God damn. But every time we tried to take a legit cab, the cabbie tried to rip us off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every last time. So it's like, well, Ubers are dirt cheap and I'll get from point A to point B. Now that they're like, completely kicked out of the country. I'm like, I'm oh, not wow. not sure I want to go back and like deal with those fucking cabbies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was so nervous coming from the airport in a cab. I was so nervous. I'm like, I don't speak the language. I can get by in a lot of Spanish-speaking countries, but Colombia, it just seemed like they spoke so fast. I, I couldn't, I, I had to use Google Translate back and forth every every time
0: and it still didn't work hardy. Yeah, no, I, I did a lot of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told this story on air before, but like when I landed in Columbia, I thought I fucked up bad. <laughs> yeah. Because I was meeting my friends at the Airbnb, because mm-hmm. they're coming in from Chicago. I was coming in from LA. So we we're on se- completely separate flights. And some dude who's like wearing a badge rolls up to me like, yo man, you need a car? I'm like, yeah. And We're waiting for the car to come around to pick us up. And I pull out my phone to get the address. He's like, oh, that's an iPhone 8. That's worth $800. Like clocked it in my hand in a case. Like, that's a little weird. And then like, he he told me like they're like Uber in Colombia, and a Nissan Sentra pulls up and someone else is driving it. And he gets in like, so there's three of us in this car. And I'm like, and I was drunk. Dude, like I got real drunk on the plane. So, like, <laughs> I start to sober up in the car. I'm like, I may have fucked up here. I may have fucked up real bad here. Yeah. So, I'm, like, watching the trip on Google Maps. I'm like, if these dudes make a weird wrong turn, I am mm-hmm. just mealing out of this car. Fuck my luggage. Right, right, right. Like, I'm not getting kidnapped yeah, night one yeah. in Columbia. Thankfully, made it to my spot. But I definitely was, like, uh, yeah. I may have fucked up here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was definitely nervous in Columbia because... Yeah, I saw these dudes with the jeeps, and it was like they had like the the fucking rifles on their backs and stuff like that. I'm like, who is these? Are they in military or what? It was just I'm just not used to seeing like guys with guns on their back in just like general population.
0: Uh, I'm curious, are the police in many in like in bright colors?
1: I I don't remember no
0: bright colors. Uh, because the police in Bogota, a lot of them ride like. Two to a motorcycle, like one like nuts to butts on a motorcycle, and they're in pretty bright, like oh yeah, this was
1: they. I don't I don't remember them being in no bright colors. Mm I remember blues and greens.
0: It it was like it was green, but it was like a brighter green.
1: Okay, okay,
0: like it felt like compared to like police uniforms in the U.S., like they really wanted to be like you see us, right? Mm. You fucking see us. We're a visual deterrent. Yeah, man. these police oh i didn't like them at all the most trouble i got into down there is i talked my way out of a ticket but okay okay i was drinking in public (laughs) basically i was at an outdoor flea market and like some kind of bummy homeless dude like was selling bracelets and stuff like that and i was just like no i'm cool man i'm cool he's like yo can you buy me a beer and it's like it's a buck yeah it's like a dollar u.s yeah man i'll buy you a beer like i my opinion always is like i don't necessarily want to just give homeless people money but if they're honest like i want to get fucked up with this i'll help them yeah like yeah hell yeah like if you're gonna lie to me and be like oh i want to buy food with this and you like you want to get fucked up just tell me you want to get fucked up man (laughs) life's hard you want to get fucked up it's cool (laughs) so i went and bought him a beer yeah yeah and like you know lost him at the you know in the street i run into him later he's like yo man i sold some bracelets let me buy you a beer back all right cool and like he brings us it's a sealed beer so like i'm like okay it's sealed yeah if you brought me an open beer i'd be like no, <laughs> no, no that ain't happening <laughs> but brings me a sealed beer and like we're just sitting like sitting in this flea market drinking beer and then like he takes off and all of a sudden the cops walk by yeah. and i'm just like and they walk by me and then turn around and walk back and like say some shit and i'm like uh no hablo espanol no no uh, no, no and the one has been very broken it's like where are you from i'm like uh, America, is this not okay? Like, to just pour it like the ticket book came out. I'm like, can I just? Um, I poured it out, and they're just like, all right, all right. like I'm like, I don't know what this is gonna cost. Right, right, right. Hell yeah, that might have been a really expensive beer. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, they're like, I'm thankful that is the most trouble I got into down. Yeah,
1: there.
0: shit. Because I, yeah, you hear story, horror stories like shit like you were the cops. Mm-hmm. Like, how much do they try to shake you down for?
1: Whatever I had. Really? Whatever I had. Yeah. And I didn't have any more um, Colombian money or dinero or whatever.
0: no pesos, yeah. Yeah, I didn't
1: have no more pesos. <laughs> she took all my pesos. Yeah, and I I, I had me, I think I went home with maybe 50 USD that I had like in my wallet, like in the hidden in my wallet. I had maybe like 50 USD that I went back I mean, because I, I, I had like t- maybe a thousand dollars in denaro like USD, that I converted to dinero, thousand, tw- twelve, like twelve hundred dollars.
0: That's a fucking lot yeah, for it, down there. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I was, I was trying to have fun.
0: That's why not getting multiple girls to show up with that I, kind of money. I did. I mean, <laughs> I had them, I had them stacked, you know. Oh, I thought you were just gonna buy a group at a time. Oh no,
1: yeah, yeah I started, I started early. I had one, one day, and I was going to have another later on that day. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, never again, never again. I was a young man back then, young man.
0: <laughs> that's a young man's game. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly getting arrested, getting yeah. shaken down to yeah. South America. Mm-hmm. Never again. So I got friends now who are like, oh, we should go to the jungles and do ayahuasca. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, probably. that's how people die. Yeah. Like, nah, nah, no, 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 Like civilized like civilized columbia was enough for me like going out in the jungle where there are definitely people with guns right No, nah, i'm cool <laughs> cool on that but is there anywhere else you really want to go but i really want to go to outside of australia um
1: i haven't been to i want. i want to go somewhere and um there's some nice places in africa i want to go to
0: South Africa was definitely an interesting time. I've been down to Cape Town. Oh really? Yeah. Uh Zimb- is it Zimbabwe? You wanna go out there and like do some safari shit or? No, nah, I wanna be
1: on somebody's beach. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want the, the giraffes in the windows <laughs> and shit like that. You know, on some five star resort. <laughs> yeah. I fuck with the la nah, I gotta I gotta be on some bougie shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need five star. I gotta be at the Ritz Carlton as Zimbabwe or whatever. You're
0: like <laughs> Yeah, I want an infinity pool overlooking the. Yeah, grass.
1: exactly. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just want to say I've been to the motherland, but uh, yeah, that's that's about it. But yeah, I mean, I got a lot of places I want to go to. Um, I mean, it's it's so many, like Saint Barts and you know all those Virgin Islands, and I mean the, the south of France. I've never been to the south of France. I've been to France, but not like like. Um,
0: down to Nice, or
1: yeah, I've never been there. Um, I, I was wanted to go like Central Bay, all that stuff. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. All right, I gotta go to, um, uh, like like Stockholm, like Denmark, Scandinavia. I've always wanted to go there. I'm like fifteen percent Scandinavia. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like uh. Uh, I like uh, like those places I want to check out, too.
0: I, I've been to Finland, and I had a good time there. Okay, yeah, also yeah. It was rad. Yeah. Some of the women were just fucking beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's why I want to go.
0: And also, like, made me feel wildly uneducated. Like, I I met, like, this, like, heavily tattooed punk rock couple at a bar, and they're like, yeah, I speak five languages. Wow. I was like, fuck, I barely speak English. Uh, God, you speak five languages." Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they start teaching us our second language in, like, third grade.
1: Shit, yeah, I got I got to go there, and um, like, uh, hungry.
0: We'll get some work out there. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Hungry. Um, I wanna go to all, just everywhere. Really, I like to travel. Same. I haven't traveled as much, you know, after COVID, but I definitely want to get back to traveling in
0: 2024. Same, same, in- honestly I, I say this all the time like i feel one of the biggest problems with america is not enough americans see the rest of the world yeah like for sure people would have some different perspective and maybe some empathy for how other people live if they actually went right. and saw it oh yeah because like i'm sure you saw some abject poverty when you were in columbia
1: yeah yeah it was, it was different
0: yeah and like Way different I and mean, people might have some empathy if they're like oh shit mm-hmm like a uh, you know a bad neighborhood in the U.S. is still a lot better than. Definitely is, yes, for sure. <laughs> well, that, wait, wait for me to bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> and the women are beautiful too.
1: <laughs> yeah, they oh, they are, that they are.
0: On the Australian front, though, from what I've led been led to believe, is there are a lot more female creators than there are male creators. So you probably could make a work trip out. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I will. Yeah, it's like only a couple of male creators out there. So I'm definitely going to be working a lot. I figure I might strategically map out the the country to go from one state or province or whatever they're called <laughs> to the next one. Yeah. Just like, all right, this
0: is the world tour of my dick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I want to do that with uh, Australia
0: and Europe. Well, at least the nice thing about Europe is Europe's the size of the U.S., so you can get fucking everywhere quick. You can really get there fast, easy, quick. Yeah. It's amazing. Just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, it's an hour flight to Germany. Fine. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Right. <laughs> it's like wildly different culture, different language, hour away. It's cool. <laughs> yep. More Americans. See more of the world. Oh, facts for real, please john i hate to do it you know we've been doing this for over two hours already right no way (laughs) oh yeah i'm gonna call last call on this motherfucker get you out of here okay but before we do where can they find you on the things
1: find me on twitter at mr legendary triple x and on instagram at john legendary underscore you can find me on OnlyFans, john legendary and on the hub at john legendary
0: And possibly a mugshot in Columbia.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And many of too, John Legendary.
0: (laughs) John, it was an absolute pleasure. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.